You are now listening to The Forefront Radio, where we discuss history, the Bible, the history of the Israelites, science, and other matters. Bring it out. The history of the blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans as it relates to the Bible. Who were you prior to slavery? Who were you prior to colonization? These answers and more can be seen and heard as you listen to The Forefront Radio. I'm going to say something. I'm going to say something. I'm going to say something. A lot of times, our people don't like to connect the dots. You could say you're a Muslim all day. Don't nobody give a damn about that. You could say you are of the Kemetic community. Don't nobody give a damn about that either. You could say you are Egyptologists. Don't nobody give a daggone. You can say you're a Christian. Give me that. You can say you're a Rastafari. Don't nobody care. But the second you say you're an Israelite, the true Hebrews, now all hell breaks loose. Because that's the problem. You got to connect. What is the connection between Deshaun Jackson and Nick Cannon? What did they say that got them in hot water? It ain't that the white man was a savage. That mm, it ain't that we are the originators of all things. Mm, that's that bull crap. Jailhouse talk. It's by them both saying we are the true Hebrews. We are the children of Israel. Now they catch hell. You better, Negroes, you better learn to connect the dots. It ain't no problem. All of the stupid things you're in, there's no problem. You can say it to your blue in the face. But the second you talk about the Bible and that we're the people of the book, now, you, now there's problems. Now there's Destined to do his will I pray my fortune be blessed My spirit bear witness still standing Life could be so demanding Might have mapped it out But it ain't quite how you planned it Endure the struggle Listen Wise counsel to my intuition I pray for the reward Never been intuition Might I mention When I look at my life in retrospect Gratitude for his grace Yeah, I'm grateful that he ain't took me yet Gave me a chance to make it right I gotta make it right Romans 8 verse 29 Predestinated book of life Just trying to keep my name sealed I feel the end coming I let my pen bleed through the page To feel the pain numbing Info type of Israelite In three trials of faith But it's only two options Life or death Know which one should I take Countdown to the king come Usher in the kingdom Jerusalem the land the liberty, let freedom ring some Some of all fears, to feel like these trials taking me I'm rooted in the truth, I tell the devil ain't no vacant Accept the things that you can't change, change the things that you can't accept Wisdom to know the difference and play my cards to my last breath Blood in my veins, play the hand I was given I'm blessed to be in that number, feet of Jacob, God's children got you Gave up my life for this mission, now this repentance got us Change your life, yeah. Oh, my. 
my pen pushing. Yeah, strapped in, started a trend. The world looking, world looking. I'm fast tracking, so I gotta keep it booking. When it catch wind, magic begins. The chef cooking. I'm stirring up the pot. I had to come with different flavors. Slide butter on your biscuit, give you something you can savor. Knowledge, wisdom, understanding. Put salt inside the recipe. Commandments on tables, now it's bringing out the best in me. It's still amazing how far I came when I look back. My heritage, written scripture. I'm fighting to take my book back. Farm Yasharala, awake to righteousness. That's the calling. Then it's no difference. It don't matter what you. Call it. The sentence is the death penalty. Hit a reaper calling. Keep the commandments and live. Pray to keep from falling. Can't fall back on this foolery. Ain't no saving time. The Lord is consistent. The devil knows for changing time. Time to change your mind. Reclaim your heritage. Your heritage. You laying down with that woman. You gotta marry fit. Returning to our righteousness to rebuild our community. I wanna see my people rule them building blocks of unity. And never run from the challenges that we facing. That's why I live by the book. Looking deep while I'm staying basic. Yeah. You know this wicked society plays a magic. They push the devil's agenda, no wonder my people is frantic Change your life Gave up my life for this yeah, mission, now that yeah. repentance gotta Change your life Dedicated to the Israelites across the world who don't know who you are. Let's talk about these Israelite habits, you dig? Israelite challenge. Like Niger, real dark shark sharks ain't so smart. Steel sparks, pin parts, mark no heart. Written stanzas he supplanted, showed the soul wrong. We're not in Kansas anymore, we wanna go home. The forefront. Stolen across the ocean, it's potent that we was golden, we chosen, we people motion. Awoken, no need of folges. Orthopedic, the bones is awoken. 
We not in Kansas, we not in Kansas Life is bananas, these cops rockin' blue pajamas You throw your hands up, the cancer still in their mind They body slam us God's waking up and these heathen can't stand it Four chapters a day, keep the heathens away Apocalypse, revelation, we snappin' a day Like Thanos and snapbacks and we taking this rap back No crackers, no flapjacks, no Becky, no ginger snaps Seekers of wisdom twofold, we pure it in gold Not by power of might, but the Lord is my sword We go across the world, let the see in the stores To tell him who you are, you the chosen people, dawg Black excellence, black habits, it's black medicine Yeah, Everything's black God, black king, black Christ Everything's Black God, black king, black Christ Praise like Jesus, yeah, uh-huh yeah. Black God, Black King, Black Christ. Black God, Black King, Black Christ. These some perilous times. What y'all don't feel the vibe? I want it black on black. Just minus the crimes. We teaching the people, telling those who are sick, your conditions aren't fine. We are called to hold the line. Don't know your own worth, hating one another, that's worth. When we started from the bottom, really come from the dirt. God said we're a holy people, was just me separated. The majority like the sand is heathens, yeah, they hate it. Giving them living water, they spirits rejuvenating. All these other books with the Bible, you could never made it. The scriptures talk about all facts like black angels. No shapes, but these liars are obtuse, the triangles. The gene, the 12, born with it. Hebrew excellence, don't matter what it is. Natural talent is so effortless. Those in the spirit of God will only understand. I'm leaning on the Lord like bikes with a kickstand. Mahala. Black excellence, black yeah, black God, black king, black Christ. Black God, black king, black Christ. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, black God, black king, black Christ. Black God, black king, black Christ. Yeah, this is the end. Don't leave me alone, alone. My 
my father gave me the recipe Day to day I see that Satan be vesting me I had to become a better me Walking different, had to switch up the energy Wishing death upon the enemy Son of perdition ain't who he pretend to be Now I'm steady learning lessons Searching out the blessings that Moses has said For to me For a while I was wild and dark Oh man, inside me had my vision blinded uh, Searching to find it, had to change up I could've went wrong Now I'm trying to stay up uh, Still holding on I'm not a bad individual I just made some mistakes on my way down the road Drop that old man like a give and go The one in the mirror is my biggest fall Ain't gonna act like it's difficult I gotta get right cause the time ain't gonna slow Gotta do as it is written though Man, I thank the Lord if you didn't know He saved my life Why go on? I done made some mistakes, ain't no bottom And it points when it rains Hope it wash off the stains They still look at me strange for the outcome Yeah How come he chose me to walk up this mountain? And all of the blessings and mercies I've seen on this journey, I never forgot one. And all of a sudden, it is what it was, and I'm seeing the suffering, I'm sick to my stomach. Betrayed him for nothing, invited the judgment, he raining all curses on dirty as dust. Now, how can I function? I'm knowing the life that I live could lead to destruction. The kingdom is coming. I'm not a bad individual. I just made some mistakes on my way down the road. Drop that old man like a give and go. The one in the mirror is my biggest fall. Ain't gonna act like it's difficult. I gotta get right cause the time ain't gonna slow. Gotta do as it is written though. Man, I thank the Lord if you didn't know. He saved my life. When the flood came, they ain't flow. Act like you know. Faith in the things that he spoke. Changing my ways from before. Y tengo que seguir la santa palabra. Andar en el mundo a mí me mataba. 
antes que eres de Cristo. Escuchen esta palabra. Now I just wait on the Lord. Estoy esperando, Señor. Wait on the 
Shalom, Israel. Most high in Christ. Bless. Happy Sabbath, all of you. Uh, we're here in Orlando, Florida. Uh, we're going to send up the prayers. We're going to send up the prayers for the nation of Israel on this glorious Sabbath. Men of Israel, blow trumpets. Ecclesiasticus chapter 36 and verse 1. Have mercy upon us, O Lord God of all, and behold us, and send thy fear upon all the nations that seek not after thee. Lift up thine hand against the strange nation, and let them see thy power, as thou hast sanctified in us before them. So be thou magnified among them before us, and let them know thee as we have known thee. That there is no God but only thou, O God. Show new signs and make other strange wonders. Glorify thy hand and thy right arm, that they may set forth thy wondrous works. Raise up indignation and pour out wrath. Take away the adversary and destroy the enemy. Make the time short. Remember the covenant and let them declare thy wonderful works. Let him that escapeth be consumed by the rage of the fire, and let them perish that oppress the people. Smite and sunder the heads of the rulers of the heathen that say, There is none other but we. Gather all the tribes of Jacob together, and inherit thou, and inherit thou them as from the beginning. O Lord, have mercy upon the people that is called by thy name, and upon Israel, whom thou hast named thy firstborn. O be merciful upon Jerusalem, thy holy city, the place of thy rest. Fill Zion with thine unspeakable oracles, and thy people with thy glory. Give testimony unto those that thou hast possessed from the beginning, and raise up prophets that have been in thy name. Reward them that wait for thee, and let thy prophets be found faithful. O Lord, hear the prayer of thy servants, according to the blessings of Aaron over thy people, that all they which dwell upon the earth may know that thou art Lord, the eternal God. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you in prayer, Father, asking, asking for your mercy, asking that you would continue to bless us, Father, here in our captivity. Dear Father, we ask that you would continue to strengthen and bless our leadership, Father. We ask that you would continue to heal those that are sick in the body, Father. Heal them of their infirmities. Strengthen those that are with child. Strengthen their wounds, Father. Judge and avenge us of our enemies and all those that seek to destroy us and seek to hinder your word from going out to the four corners of the earth. Father, we ask for a special prayer for our bishop, Father, to strengthen him, Father, in these days, Father, we ask these things to be merciful unto Israel. In the name of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus the Christ, amen. All right. All right. Let's get it popping. Let's get it popping. We got a lot of content today. Um, we're going to get rolling. Let me make sure we good. All right. So um, I'm Captain O.C., Introduce yourself, Cap. 
Captain Tazawan, shalom, shalom, family. <laughs> How y'all doing? Good. All right. And we got Officer Mikey L, Officer Kim UL, and we got Officer Yazil Reed. So uh, we're here in Orlando. We're going to go into um, a fun topic today, something that um, the, the deacon's been going over. He's been going over revealing who the white man is. And when you do that, we all know what lines up. You know, that's, that's when the end is coming. When the, when the man of perdition is revealed, the end is coming. So I'm just going to add a one little peg to the whole, uh, what they call it, jingle box. Jingle box that Deacon already brought out. Um, we're going to go, today's topic is called the signs of the times. All right? The signs of the times. A lot of times um, when we come into this truth, we want to know when the end going to come how close we are to it being finished, so on and so forth. So we're going to go into that um, a little bit, just a little bit, with a lot of uh, content to bring the scriptures to life. So let's get into it. Let's go to the book of Isaiah, chapter 34 and verse 16. Because when you go into prophecy, what you'll find is the Bible is the final authority with all things that, that lead to uh, the end times and lead to prophecy or anything that's going coming about with the future. No other book can tell you what's going to happen, especially dealing with our people. No other book tells you how we got to where we're at and why we remain in the conditions that we're in. Go ahead and read that. It's the book of Isaiah, chapter 34, verse 16. Uh-huh. Seek ye out of the book of the Lord and read. So, the Bible says to seek out of the book of the Lord. The book of the Lord is the Bible. It's no other source on the face of the earth that is um, recorded and as, is as accurate as the Bible is when it comes to prophecy. All right, read. No one of these shall fail. When it says no one of these shall fail, it's making reference to the writings, the prophecies that are written in here. When he told Jeremiah uh, Israel was going to go into Babylon for 70 years, it happened. When Christ said uh, in three days <laughs> the temple is going to be destroyed, it happened. When he said 70 AD, this is going to be trodden down of the Gentiles, it happened. When he, when he gave Nebuchadnezzar the dream, it happened. Nothing, Joseph, when he had the seven years of famine, seven years of, uh, of, of wealth, it happened. Everything that was written in the scriptures came to pass. Read. Hey, so what so, you're yeah. saying, Cap, is we should just bet on the Bible. There you go. It's right every time. There you go. Period. Go you ahead, you, you can't go wrong. It's like inside trading. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know you know about that inside trading. No, no, no. <laughs> go ahead. Brother crazy. <laughs> None shall want her mate. And nothing can mate with the scriptures. Nothing can mate with the scriptures. You can use text to support the scriptures, but nothing's going to go with it that, that will negate what the Bible has written. Matter of fact, let's get that real quick. Go to John 10 real quick. Nothing can negate what the Bible says. And that's why you see when we bring out books and articles and videos, it only supports what is already written. Uh, John 10 and verse 35. Book of John, chapter 10, and verse 35. Read 34 first. Verse 34. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law? Uh huh. I said, Yea, ye are gods. Ye are gods. Read. If he called them gods unto whom the word of God came, mm -hmm. and the scripture cannot be broken. And what? 
and the scripture cannot be broken. That's why it says no, no one of these shall fail because the scriptures, when they're written and they're brought to life, they cannot be broken. You, nothing can go against the will of God. Nothing can go against the will of God at all. What's the scripture that says, um, who he let if let, um, I ain't worried about it. Go back to Isaiah 34. I think that's it. Yeah, find it for me. But go back to Isaiah 34. We ain't done with that. Finish, finish where you was at. Book of Isaiah chapter 34 and verse 16. Uh-huh. Seek ye out of the book of the Lord and read. And read. Read. None of these shall fail. Uh-huh. None shall want her mate. Read. For my mouth it had commanded. Uh-huh. And his spirit it had gathered them. Right. So through the spirit of God, the books of the Bible were put together. The books that we have is it's not uh what's what's some of the other books they got um yeah the Gigamesh epics hermeneutic code and all <laughs> right uh what was the the Emerald Tablets just a whole Scrolls. bunch of stuff whole bunch of stuff the what the Most High gave us right the Book of Enoch the Book of Jubilees yeah. what the Most High gave us is what we needed and that's what he put his spirit on keep reading verse seventeen uh-huh. and he hath cast he have cast a lot for them, uh-huh. and his hand have divided it unto them by line. Right. Read. They shall possess it forever. And they shall possess it forever. It's not by chance that the people that are able to dive into the scriptures and give you the understanding of what's going on, the bishop went through every single book in the book of Revelations and gave the sense. The deacons, the bishops, they can show you who every person is in the Bible, what they at today, what they at in history, it line it up perfect, word for word. It's not by chance that these aren't your college professors that are doing that. Meanwhile, they're at Harvard making millions. They got unlimited resources. They got the Library of Congress. They got all of these things at their dispersal, and yet they can't give you the understanding of the Bible because it was not given to them. Finish that. From generation to generation. From generation to generation. Shall they dwell therein? Right. It's that understanding that we have. It's only going to dwell with the true Israelites. Let's prove it. Psalms 147 and verse 19. You got something, Cap? Go ahead. Bring it out. Hey, just to kind of land back off of what you were saying earlier, how the most high work in these last days. Go to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, then read verse 21. This is the most high's master game plan. He, He loves a good fight. He loves a good battle. On all platforms in, 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 in uh, like, battles, um, even when it comes to wisdom and understanding, even when it comes to raising some up and some down. So let's see what I'm talking about right now. Read that verse real quick. Book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 21. Read verse uh, 20. Go ahead. Verse 20. Mm-hmm. Where is the wise? So Paul is asking, where is the wise? Read. Come on. Where is the scribe? And where is the scribe? Those astrologers and... um um. Uh, mathematicians right. and those big, you know, college, edu- those PhWs and stuff like that. Where's the wise and where's the scribe? Come on, read on. Where's the disputer of this world? Where's the disputer of this world? Read on. Where's that one that's going to bring forth truth and understanding, that wisdom, that knowledge that, that uh, everybody say they got? Right. That deep wisdom. Where you come on? Have not God made the foolish the wisdom of this world? The Lord said, "Have the scripture says, have not God made the foolish the wisdom of this world? What is it? What is Paul speaking about with that? Read on. Let's go. For after that, in the wisdom of God, 
from the wisdom of God, read. The world by wisdom knew not God. The world by wisdom knew not God. Nobody knew exactly that actually the Messiah, the Savior of all all the tribes of Israel would come out of the tribe of Judah, would come out of that line. Read on. Read that part again. Come on. For after that in, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. Right. Read. It pleased God by mm-hmm. the foolishness of preaching. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching and the preachers to what? Read on, to come on. To save them that believe. To save them that believe. And that's what we're dealing with. That's what you see in normal. Some of us are, are truck drivers. Right. Some of us are football coaches. Some of us are mechanics. Right. Some of us are normal construction workers. Right. But we have the ultimate wisdom, according to the scriptures, to save those that believe in God and his son Christ right. by keeping the commandments. Go ahead. Yes, sir. No, you're absolutely correct. Let's, <laughs> let's keep rolling with that. And that's proof of who we are behind it. Right. Because how will we get this understanding if we ain't the people of the book? Exactly. Because like you say, the, 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 the highest of the other nations don't have this understanding. Mm. But somehow we do. Go to Baruch 3 and 36. And, and everything that's written in the scriptures pertain to the what we call the common man, the common woman, right. or the Israelite man, woman, and child. There you it go. fits us to the T. There you go. Baruch 3 and 36. Book of Baruch, chapter 3 and verse 36. Uh-huh. He have found out all the way of knowledge. He have what? He have found out all the way of knowledge. The Bible says that God, the Mosai, found out all the ways of knowledge. Read. And have given it unto Jacob. He mm. gave it unto who? Given it unto Jacob. That is why we're able to decipher the scriptures. That's why Solomon was able to write in the manner which he did. Because the understanding that he was given when you go to Wisdom of Solomon 7, he understood everything. There was nothing that was withheld from him. Uh, Adam was a god. He named animals according to what he saw. That was given to our forefathers. That wasn't given to everybody. Read. His servant and to Israel, his beloved. And to Israel, his beloved. The understanding of the scriptures and who it pertains to is only to the Israelites. Now, getting back to the topic, the signs of the times. Isaiah 46 and verse 10. Isaiah chapter 46 and verse 10. Because we always, when I know even before I came into the truth, Right now to this day, I'm pretty sure now it's even crazier with TikTok and Instagram and Snapchat. Understanding and the biggest question when you go into conspiracy theories is always the end times, World War III, all these different topics. <laughs> that, that is one of the most talked about things that you will ever find. Hey, no, no, hold on. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, to your point, um, there's a there's a show I listen to usually uh-huh. in the evenings. Oh, so you still right conspiracy on... theorists? No, 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 no. I, 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 but I but I do listen to um, it, it's a Christian. Okay, I got it's you. a Christian show. Just to see where they but from. yeah, see where they're coming from. But it's that's the title of the show is End Time Prophecies. There you go. And they always have these um pastors or rabbis or whatever on. But you know what? They never touch Deuteronomy twenty eight. Never. <laughs> nope. Yeah, and you can't you can't you can't get around that. You got to deal with Deuteronomy 28. You have to. So read that Isaiah 46. Book of Isaiah chapter 46 and verse 10. Uh-huh. Declaring the end from the beginning. Hold on. What did the most I got do? Declaring the end from the beginning. Declaring the end from the beginning. This is in the book of Isaiah. 
This is in the book of Isaiah. So that's why it says seek out of the book of the Lord and read. Because I already got exactly what's going to go down right here in the Bible. It's already there. Now only the wise are going to understand it. Read. And from the ancient times, the things that are not yet done. That's what we're going to go into today. From ancient time to the things that are not yet done. That's what this Bible dives into if you didn't know. If you think it's just something that you read one passage out of and then you, uh, you do your cross and then you leave. No. Right. That's, that's not what this Bible's about. That's not what this Bible's about. Read that verse again. Declaring the end from the beginning uh -huh. and from the ancient times, the things that are not yet done. Read. Saying, my counsel shall stand. My counsel shall stand. Read. And I will do all my pleasure. And I will do all my pleasure. The most high God is going to, he's going to do exactly what he said he's going to do. It's just like when you're reading Deuteronomy 28 and uh, what is it, 68. Read that matter of fact. Let's get that real quick. Deuteronomy 28 and 68. Exactly how he said it was going to happen. That's how it happened. Let's of, get an example. Book of Deuteronomy chapter 28 and verse 68. Uh-huh. And the Lord shall bring thee into Egypt again. Egypt means bondage. Egypt means bondage. Read. With ships. With what? With ships. He was going to bring us into bondage again with ships. When did that happen? The transatlantic slave trade. Look it up. Read. By way whereof I spake unto thee. There you go again. Remember when you said my counsel shall stand? Read that part again. By way whereof I spake unto thee. He's saying the way I said it was going to happen, this is how it's going to go down. But guess what? Not just dealing with the transatlantic slave trade. Also dealing with the end times. The way he said it's going to happen, that's what's going to happen. And we're going to dive into that today. So, from there, go to Proverbs chapter 8 and verse 8. Proverbs chapter 8 and verse 8. See what God says. How are you going to get this wisdom to understand what's going on? Book of Proverbs chapter 8 and verse 8. Uh-huh. All the words of my mouth are in righteousness. All the words of my mouth are righteousness. Read. There is nothing forward or preserved in them. A perverse in them. Nothing is perverse in the scriptures. When you apply what's written in the Bible, you're not going to end up being a pedophile. You're not going to end up being an adulterer. You're not going to end up being a murderer. That's why it says the, the, the law. Go Get that in Timothy where it says who the law is for. Because a lot of people, they, they have a problem with the scriptures, but they don't have a solution for, 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 for what our people are dealing with. Read that. Yep. Book of 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 8. Yep, there you go. But we know that the law is good uh -huh. if a man use it lawfully. So the law is good if you use it lawfully. Read. Knowing this, that the law is not made for a righteous man. The what? The law is not made for a righteous the man. The law is not made for a righteous man. That's why it says all the words in, in it are righteousness. Because it's made to make a sinner into a saint. That's what the Bible's for. And when you read, if you have any wisdom, nobody's born, nobody's born upright. You got to be taught it. You got to be taught it. You're going to do what you're taught to do. Now, naturally, you want to do right. You got your morals 
What I'm saying is you got to be taught. All right, put fringes upon your garment. Keep the Sabbath day this way. Do this, do that. How do you learn that? Through the scriptures. These were the instructions that were given to us to teach us wisdom. Now go back to that in Proverbs. Go ahead. I just want to add on to that as well. Because when you have the laws, statutes, and commandments, and you, you're keeping the commandments, right. it's because you want to be governed. There you you go. want to make sure that you have a, a, a spiritual hedge about you. You want that. But when you start rejecting the words and rejecting knowledge, you think you can do things on your own and not be told. That's what's wrong with our people nowadays. They hate to be told what's right and what's wrong. America, this world that we live in, we've been given the free will of tolerance, which is sin. Right. And we got to learn how to, in order for us to be preserved in those last days, like you're showing the uh, signs of the times, we must come correct to the most how to receive that mercy. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, reverse uh, nine. Book of Proverbs, chapter eight and verse nine. Uh-huh. They are all plain. They to, are what? They are all plain. The Bible is plain to what? To him that understandeth. Read. And write to them that find knowledge. And write to them that find knowledge. I'll give you an example. My cousin, uh, he came last week. He hollered at me. We grew up together since we was little. We both adults now. He married, got kids. I'm married, got kids. And he he's a mason. And he said, hey, you know, you're doing all that. Hey, I respect what you're doing. You're a God-fearing man. But just let you know. You ain't got to do all that. You good either way. I said, now, what sense does that make? What sense does that, where, where else in the world on any uh, spectrum do you do nothing and you get rewarded for it? <laughs> but, but, and then this is, what, this is what I always say to him. I said, well, hey, if you believe that, that's fine. But I'm going to be safe yeah. by, by keeping there the commandments. You if you're wrong... <laughs> you got you got you gonna be in a bad situation if you ain't right. I'd rather be safe. I'm good either way. I'm good either way. But that's what that that do as thou wilt and live comfortably. Nobody got to you ain't got to do nothing. That's of Satan himself. That is of Satan himself. You have to have a standard to up up to up. even to be a mason. There's certain things you got to do to become a mason. How do you think you're going to inherit eternal life and you can do whatever you want? That makes no sense at all. So, where is we going with that? From there, 2 Ezra 15. Let's get into it. 2 Ezra chapter 15 and verse 1. The signs of the times. Let's get into it. Y'all got that first video ready? All right. Read that. Book of 2 Ezra chapter 15 and verse 1. Uh-huh. Behold. Speak thou in the ears of my people. Hold on. It says, speak thou in the ears of my people. This is what we got to understand. This Bible, as we already brought out, is not for everybody. This Bible was only written to the Israelites. It's our job to go and teach and govern everybody else. Nobody should be giving you a, 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 a divinity agree, a degree on the understanding of the Bible. You shouldn't be buying a book from the white man to give you the understanding on the Bible. The Most High gave us that understanding. Read that again. Behold, speak thou in the ears of my people. What are you speaking to the ears of your people? Read. The words of prophecy. The what? The words of prophecy. The Most High gave us 
the words of prophecy. Nobody else did he give that to. Nobody else is going to be able to see what's going on in the earth and devour it as far as information and disperse it and say, hey, this is where we're at in times right now. You see this going on? You see that going on? You see this going on? Now we got a little bit left. Okay, we got we to reveal the white man. We got to go into captivity. We lost our name. We're in a land that's not ours. We lost our culture. We lost our heritage. This line up with this. This line. That's why these, these um, apologetics, they don't get it. They're like, well, how do you know this? It wasn't given for you to understand. You got a block on your brain. <laughs> you got a big block on your brain. You don't have the key. Read it again. Behold, speak thou in the ears of my people. The words of prophecy. The words of prophecy. Go to Deuteronomy 29 and 29 real quick. The words of prophecy. I'm going to see what else God calls these words. Book of Deuteronomy chapter 29 and verse 29. Uh-huh. The secret things. The what? The secret things. These are the secret things. Belong unto the Lord our God. Uh-huh. But those things which are revealed uh-huh. belong unto us. There go again. The understanding belongs unto us to be able to decipher prophecy. That belongs unto the nation of Israel. Read. And to our children Uh forever. Read. That we may do all the words of this law. That we may ultimately do all the words of the law. Because we're able to see the rewards of what we're doing. We should be able to see by us keeping these laws, it keeps us away from certain things that ain't set up for us, which we're going to get into real shortly. Go ahead. That verse right there lets you know that we the children of the prophets. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely correct. Now go back to Second Ezra. Hey, one more real yeah, quick. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Matthew 13 and 13. Bring it out. And then reverse, uh, let's see, start at verse 11. <clears throat> Same thing. Showing you ain't nothing different from the time of Genesis, which is Deuteronomy, you know, the beginning and everything, until the time of Christ. Read that verse. Book of Matthew, chapter 13 and verse 11. Read. He answered and said unto them. Oh, wait, hold on. Read verse 10. Let's get the context. Verse The 10. context. That's right. what they want, the context. Get the context. Read that. <laughs> and the disciples came and said unto him. Right. Why speakest thou unto them in parables? So why was Christ speaking unto them in secret, in parables? Hmm. Because if the word, if the word was made for all people to understand, it'd be said plain for everybody. Read on. Let's go. He answered and said unto them. So this was his reply. What was it? Read. Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. Christ wasn't speaking to everybody. The you that he was speaking of right there was the disciples specifically. But for everybody who was around, the scribes, the Pharisees, you had the nations that was around as well in his time period. It wasn't meant for them. Read that part again. But what? But to but but to them, it is not given. So the mysteries, the understanding, the wisdom, the breakdown of the kingdom of heaven, it wasn't given unto them, unto everybody. Read on. Let's go. Come on. For whosoever hath to him shall be given. Re- jump to verse 13. Verse 13. Uh-huh. Therefore, speak I to them in parables. This is the purpose of it being spoken in secret to the servants, the prophets, because only the Lord will reveal his secrets unto the prophets. Read on. Therefore, I, I, it says, therefore, speak I to them in parables. Read on. Because they see, see not. Because they see they have the same Bible. 
go. They'll have they think they have the same interpretation, but they do not have the understanding thereof. There you go. Because the true understanding or breakdown, it doesn't pertain to them. Right. Everybody ain't been in slave ships how we've been in slave ships. <laughs> right. Everybody ain't had chains and the children taken from them or killed, raped, robbed, and murdered. Right. No, so guess what, Mr. White Man and all the nations? It don't apply to you. There you go. It applies to us. The foolish of the world who you deem foolish. Hey, Cap, the Lord made wise. Read. The, the perfect example of that. Yes, sir. It's like you you don't know a love song until you until you got your heart broke. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there you when go. you listen to love music <laughs> after your first girlfriend broke up with you, right. you like, dang, this song hit different now. <laughs> it hit different. That's the Bible for us. Because we know the oppression that we go through. Yeah, go, ahead, Cap, go ahead, Keep reading where you at. Go ahead. Come on. And hearing, they hear not. In hearing, they hear the same word, they get the same, the, the same feel of Jesus, but they don't really understand or hear what they're supposed to be doing as a people. Read on. Neither do they understand. And neither do they understand because it wasn't given unto you to get it. The Lord will choose who he chooses. says many are called, but few are chosen. We can continue. Absolutely. Man. Absolutely. Now go back to that second edge, 15 and 1. Book of second edge, chapter 15 and verse 1. Uh-huh. Behold, speak thou in the ears of my people the words of prophecy, uh -huh. which I will put in thy mouth, saith the Lord. Which I will put in thy mouth. The Most High gave the prophets, David, Samuel, uh, Jeremiah, Ezekiel. He gave Moses. He told them what to say and what to write. But if you ain't spiritual, you don't get that. Oh, that a man wrote that book. Yes, he did. Absolutely, and it was inspired by God. But that, 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 that's too simple for them to understand. That's too simple. But the white man can be inspired by Satan to, to make a nuclear bomb. You ain't got no problem with reading instructions on how to do that. But when you give your instructions on how to get your life right, that ain't from God. All right, go ahead. Read. And cause them to be written in paper. Do what? Cause them to be written in paper. The Most High caused the men to write the prophecies down. Read. For they are faithful and true. There you go again. That's the beauty of this book. We know what's written is going to come to pass. The Bible says that these things are faithful and true. And I'm just lining you up because we're going to show you exactly what we're talking about. Read. Fear not the imaginations against thee. Right. Because a lot of people do not believe the Bible. They don't want nothing to do with the scriptures. We see that on Clubhouse night in and night out. They believe the Bible until you start reading it. Everything about the Bible is great. That's great. <laughs> until you start actually reading the Bible. Read. Let not the incredulity of them trouble thee. Uh-huh. That speak against thee. Read. For all the unfaithful shall die in their unfaithfulness. Right. Those individuals are going to die. You don't want to believe? It's get down or lay down with God, contrary to popular belief. We're going to prove that as well. Read. Behold, saith the Lord. Now, going into the signs of the time. We're going to read this scripture a lot of times right here because we're going to show some videos. Read that again. Behold, saith the Lord. Read. I will bring plagues upon the world. Pause. So, understanding the signs of the times. The Bible the prophecy that was given to us is that he was going to bring plagues upon the earth. That's written in the Bible, right? They say this book ain't true. They say this book is trash. They say this is toilet paper. This is the white man's book. 
Why are you reading a white man's book to give us solutions to our problems? So, give me the definition of plague real quick. I didn't give it to you. You got to look it up. Give me the definition of what a plague is. And then we're going to play those first two videos. All praise. Y'all in the spirit today. IT is in the spirit of the Lord. Read that. Blow it up a little bit. A contagious bacteria, oh, excuse me, plague, a contagious bacterial disease mm-hmm. characterized by a fever uh-huh. and delirium, typically with the formation of bu- was that, buboes. Yeah, you good. Bubonic plague. Uh-huh. And sometimes infection of the lungs. So it's a contagious disease. Scroll down. Let me get the synonyms. Let's see the synonyms. Go down. That, uh, I don't like those. Scroll down. Let's see. Uh, all right. We ain't going to worry about it. Now, play those first two videos. So it's a contagious disease or a plague. Let's see if the Bible's true or not. Go ahead. The U.S. recorded more than 1,000 coronavirus deaths in a single day, about 42 fatalities per hour. A thousand deaths in a day due to coronavirus. Mostly, I, I shouldn't have to explain what that is at this point. You know what that is. Let's see. Did the white man create that? Dogs know what corona is. <laughs> Go ahead, press play. Or for the first time since March, according to a Reuters tally. The surge in deaths comes as the Delta variant continues to ravage parts of the country with low vaccination rates. That point hammered home by the White House COVID response team on Wednesday. This remains a pandemic of the unvaccinated. The Reuters tally from state data on Tuesday showed 1,017 deaths. That takes the death toll from the pandemic to just under 623,000 people, the highest number of deaths officially reported by any country in the world. The United States has reported more than 100,000 new cases a day on average for the past 12 days a six-month high. The hardest-hit region is the South. Florida reported a record of nearly 26,000 new cases last week, according to data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Lakeside Medical Center north of Miami said 90% of hospitalized COVID-19 patients are unvaccinated. Palm Beach County Commissioner Melissa McKinley said the hospital is simply out of intensive care beds. They've got five patients in their emergency room who are in desperate, urgent need of an ICU level of care. I want something. What I don't want is a request for five caskets because I've had five people die while waiting for emergency health care. The surge in deaths and cases come as school districts across the country welcome students back from summer vacation, many being met with a battle over whether to mandate masks. The Florida State Board of Education voted this week to sanction two local school boards who defied the Republican governor and required children wear face coverings. On Wednesday, CDC Director Rochelle Walensky, making the case for additional booster shots, said new data confirms that vaccine protection against COVID-19 decreases over time and is less effective against the Delta variant. All right. So, we see in... People dying by the thousand. Now, that's just in America. It said a thousand people a day. A thousand people a day. And that's just one of the plagues. Now, 
Let's look, because a lot of people don't understand, which we don't, I don't know if we'll hit on it. But the Most High don't operate all at one time. When he says he's going to bring plagues upon the earth, it's over a process of time. It's over a process of time. I want you to, can the people see this on the screen? All right, bring this up on the screen. I want to show them um, how the Most High has brought plagues upon the earth. And I'm showing you this to show you that when it says the writings are faithful and true, that it is. Go ahead, read that. All right, blow it up. Major epidemic of the modern era, 1899 through 2021. For more than a century, countries have West wrestled, wrestled with how, how to improve international inter- international co- co- excuse me international cooperation in the face of major outbreaks of infectious diseases. The COVID-19 pandemic, which killed more than 2.5 million people mm. and brought the world to a near halt in 2020, underscores the urgency. So, COVID-19 kind of made it uh, brighter because he'd been bringing plagues upon the earth. But COVID-19 was on another level because it shut the whole world down. You couldn't do nothing. Literally, there's never been a time on the earth where nobody went to work for six months. Everybody had to stay at home and do absolutely nothing. And when you went out, you saw people outside with uh, makeup, um, what hazmat, do you call it? Suits. hazmat suits. <laughs> they got mattresses on top of their heads, uh-huh. garbage bags. Tell me, where can I read about a plague in the book of the Quran? And in, in what they call it? The Quran, right? Quran, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where do I read about it? What yeah. are these Nuwabians? Where do I read about plagues at? Right, right. Where is that in the uh, Dead Sea Scrolls? The, where, the, where is it at? In, in the hieroglyphics. Where is that at? Your, your, your conscious community. Where the text that telling us that plagues were gonna come upon the earth? If they so conscious, well, really they conscious list, right? Shouldn't they have been able to been able to tell us that these things was gonna happen so we can prepare? Hey, I remember our leadership saying winter is coming. Yeah, I don't know if y'all y'all remember oh, wow. that. Yes, sir. I yes, remember sir. that. Go ahead. You know, we brought this out last night. There's a a, a doctor, a scientist slash theologian, mm-hmm. right? Made he made it known that he goes to church. Every Sunday mm. and on the board, right? Right. But he's saying basically trust in the science because mm. if you trust otherwise, it's bad theology, right? Oh, can, can I read a scripture? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, get us Second Ezra. Go stay in that book. Um, sixteen. I just want uh, verse eighteen and nineteen. And uh, can y'all pull up that definition I sent you? Let's make it quick. Book of Second Ezra, chapter sixteen and verse eighteen. The beginning of sorrows and great mornings. The beginning of famine and great death. That's what you bring it out, right? Right, right? All of these people dying. Go ahead. The beginning of wars and the be- excuse me and the great I mean and the powers shall stand in fear. The beginning of evils. What shall I do when these evils shall come? Here we go. Behold, famine and plague, tribulation and anguish are sent as scourges for for amendment. So what we're seeing and what right. you can really bring out about all mm-hmm. these plagues, yep. the Lord said are sent for an amendment. Mm. Can we get that definition, too? Bring it out. Two. Definition no. uh, two. Scroll two. up. Two. Scroll up. Two. Two. There you go. The act of amending something. Mm. Correction. Correction. Mm. All praises. Because the earth is out of course. There you go. Because we ain't running the earth. Because the Israelites who were given the Bible, we no longer have authority. 
Or when we do claim that we have the authority, we looked at as something other than the true people. So, uh, go back, go back to the uh, to the. Yep. All I want you to read is the year, and then read the uh, name of the um, the d- disease or the plague, as the Bible calls it. Uh, year eighteen ninety nine through nineteen twenty three. Uh huh. Six chloria pandemic. So you had uh, I think it's chlor. All right, Chloria. read, scroll down. So you had that one. A new outbreak of oh, no, chlor- no, just scroll down, scroll down. I'll, I'll, there you go, read that one. 1918 through 1920, uh-huh. Spanish flu engulfs the globe. So you had the Spanish flu. These, th- these things just keep coming, read. 1928, penicillin users in... Ushers. Excuse me, penicillin ushers in antibiotics era. So... In 1918, antibiotics came into the play. So they was like, all right, we good. We good. We ain't got to worry about nothing else. They thought that was the vaccine at the time. That's why it says plagues upon the earth. Read. 1948, creation of the WHO. Right, the World Health Organization. Scroll down. 1957 through 1958, Uh Asian flu pandemic. Asian flu pandemic. 1961 through present, world's longest pandemic. Mm-hmm. Scroll down. It's going to go into the different ones. 1968 through 1969, Hong Kong flu pandemic. Read. 1977 through 1980, smallpox eradicated. Mm-hmm. They figured it out, so they think. 1981 through present, HIV AIDS Hold pandemic. On. It says to present. Now, this is my question I'm always asked. How do we have a vaccine in two weeks for coronavirus? And it but, took them decades. <laughs> yes, go, I'm sorry. Well, they, ain't even, they ain't got it, Cap. It's still going. It's present. Yeah. They still ain't got nothing. That's true. For AIDS. Just like that now. <laughs> get it. Scroll down. 2002 through 2003, SARS emerged in, in China. Right. You had the SARS pandemic. You had the SARS pandemic. 2005, World Health Organization writes new rules. Mm -hmm. 2009 through 2010, U.S. at center of H1N1 pandemic. Right. That was the swine flu. That was the swine flu. Read. 2012, MERS uncovered in Middle East. You had MERS. Read. 2014. Uptick in polio promotes, prompts, excuse me, prompts World Health Organization emergency. So then polio came back, made a comeback. 2014 through 2016, Mm -hmm. Ebola sweeps West Africa. Ebola came into play, read. 2015, fight against mosquito-borne disease continues. You had Zika and some other, I think they're going to name them. Yep, Zika. 2015 through 2016, Zika spreads across Americas. So that's what, what we're showing you is these things are written of in the Bible. Coronavirus ain't new, but if you ain't reading the scriptures, you ain't able to understand that. Because right. I remember Bishop doing a class on Ebola and on uh, uh, Zika at the time. Remember the heads were shrinking? He was bringing it out then. This ain't nothing new. Read. 2018 through present, Ebola returns in conflict-stricken Congo. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 2019 through present, COVID-19 runs rampant. So now you got COVID-19. COVID-19 is the one on the scene right now. And they're making this one the biggest one. 
because I think, well, I know it has something. It's, it's all about the dollars. Yes. All yeah. about the dollars. Hey, I'm going to tell you something straight. And this is not misinformation. This is fact. <laughs> Behind every vaccine, there's a stock for it. There you so go. I'm going to just leave that right there. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Somebody getting paid. So now uh, go to Deuteronomy 2861. Book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28 and verse 61. So when you look into uh, coronavirus, you look into Zika, you look into polio, you look into AIDS, you look into syphilis, you look into uh, uh, gonorrhea, all of these things, they always affect, no matter what, one group of people. Uh, right. One group of people on the earth is always affected. That's why I said write it in prophecy. Write it in a book right. and note it for the day so they can see it. Read that. Also, every sickness and every plague. Uh-huh. Which and is, hold on. Every sickness and every what? And every plague. Every plague. All praise to the most high. We get the understanding now that we understand those in West Africa. A lot of those are people. Those in South Central America are our people. And we wonder why these things always end up in certain areas to attack. Read it again. Also, every sickness and every plague. Uh-huh. Which is not written in the book of this law, uh huh. Them will the Lord bring upon thee, read until thou be destroyed. So the Lord is sending these plagues upon the earth until we wake up. Until the Israelites say, you know what? This horoscope ain't telling me what's going on. <laughs> this horoscope is not allowing me to get a job, it's not teaching me how to raise my family. So I want to show you something. Play that video. It says every plague will cleave unto the Israelites. Let's see if that's true. virus testing site in the middle of a race course. The city of Baltimore recently opened this testing location after data showed that this area of northwest Baltimore, where 95% of the population is black, had the highest number of COVID-19 patients in the city. It was inevitable. It was going to come anyway to us. We, we, get, we get everything. It's getting harder. People getting prepared because people are going to be really, uh, really broke, really stressed out. And when you're in them kind of neighborhoods, people start praying on the week. The best that we can do is just keep the house clean and stay away from people, you know, try to keep people away from us. I have COPD and I, and I know it, it, can, it um, can, can infect me quicker. So I just stay in the house and do what I have to do in the house and get my son to do everything for me. Are you afraid? Uh, yes, I'm very much afraid. Data published by the Center for Disease Control shows African Americans are disproportionately affected by the coronavirus. Oh. Here in go back, go back for about four seconds. I just want to hear that statement again so the people can hear it. I want to make sure they hear that. These controls shows African Americans are disproportionately affected by the coronavirus. So Here in Mar- African Americans are disproportionately affected by the coronavirus. AIDS, syphilis, gonorrhea, gout, everything. It ain't just the coronavirus. Now, my question for you in the conscious community or any other c- community, why is that? Give us the answer because I, t- I read it out the Bible why it happens. You give me why it's happening to us. Because I want to know, if you know the signs of the times, tell me why it's happening. Because ain't nobody else giving no solutions. They can look at the science and look at the numbers and say, yeah, black people are affected more. But they don't know why. Press play. 
Maryland, black residents make up less than a third of the population but represent 37% of COVID-19 cases and 44% of deaths. For Dr. Slocum, the coronavirus is simply emphasizing pre-existing inequalities. What COVID-19 does is it illustrates and exemplifies the disparities which already exist in our healthcare system already. So, as you can imagine, access to healthcare, pre-existing conditions are some of the things that are most prevalent in communities of color. So when something like this hits, of course, it's going to hit communities of colors more rapidly, harder. Underlying conditions like diabetes, obesity, or lung disease are more prevalent oh, among Africans. It almost sounded like she was finished uh, one of the commercials for sound effects. Underlying conditions, diabetes, lung disease, heart, obesity, everything, because we got everything on us. Every disease in the book is, affects the Israelites. And, and look at the video right now. Look, I mean, look who they have the picture yep. on. You Our know, people. somebody that's, wow. Go ahead, press play. In Americans, making them more vulnerable to the virus. But blacks are also overrepresented among frontline workers, like bus drivers, nurses, or food workers. Pause. More so it says that we, we are the workers in the community. So like we just mentioned that everybody had to stay home pretty much. Black people didn't have that luxury because we don't work uh, white-collar jobs for the most part. We are what you call blue-collar workers. We the garbage man. We, we serve your food at McDonald's. We go build the house. We do the electric. We lay the tile. We stock in the shelves. We stock the shelves. We don't, we, we not, we not, the majority of us are not accountants. We're not graphic designers. We're not doing these things where you can do it at the crib. Our work is manual labor. But the next video is going to illustrate that. Press play. Exposed and more at risk, African Americans are also less likely to have the resources to face a pandemic. Poor people are more vulnerable, and it's not because of biological structure or anything like that. It's because of all the underlying factors that don't get addressed because they're poor and don't have access to the resources, medical resources, et cetera, to respond to it. Health information, resource information, healthy eating, um, access to information is a major issue. Keeping the community informed has fallen back on local figures who use any opportunity to remind people how to stay safe and take the virus seriously. Six feet apart. I'm going to tell you something. You don't have a mask on, you need to start wearing a mask. This thing is no joke out here. Got a lot of people dying, a lot of people getting sick. And you know, you heard the news lately, they're saying, especially with black men. Baltimore community leaders are also worried about the economic impact of the outbreak in neighborhoods that are already struggling financially. A fear that is common to communities across the country. So as you see, they don't give no solutions. You hear the leaders, all they do is tell you what they regurgitated. They don't have no solutions. He referenced the news. He right. The news. They, you know what they're saying. They're saying this and saying that. It's What's the solution? Man. Go ahead. Press play on this one. Startling statistics we've been telling you that African Americans are disproportionately impacted by COVID-19. And new research says that certain pre-existing conditions may put them at higher risk. Abidjan Burnett continues our live team coverage tonight. Well, Nicole, when you hear pre-existing conditions, you may think of diabetes or hypertension and the impact on coronavirus among African-Americans. But some experts are saying you should think of something else where people live. 
Penn and North in West Baltimore is bustling. People coming and going, dozens of communities streaming off buses. For many, this isn't a matter of choice, but necessity. Black Americans are more likely to be these new essential workers. Dr. Rayshawn Ray, a sociologist at the University of Maryland College Park, said not everyone is able to work from home. Social distancing. So what he's going into, it was in the height of the pandemic. Most white people, they just work from home. They just go home. How do you drive a bus from home? How do you drive a truck from home? How do you go cut the grass from home? How do you lay a roof from the house? How do you build a bridge? But you can't build a bridge at your house. You can't go into the factory at your house. And guess what? If you do stay home, Esau, he going to go get with China Man, and they're going to build a machine. And when you get back, you ain't going to have a job. Exactly. And that was going on. There you go. So go to Baruch 3 and 8. So what we're seeing right here is that some people live a different life than other people. Wow. Everybody ain't living the same life according to what's going on. Now they're able to explain that. But when you tell them that when it ain't a pandemic, no, we all the same. We all equal. This is America. Read that. Book of Baruch, chapter 3 and verse 8. Uh-huh. Behold, we are yet this day in our captivity. We are what? We are yet this day in our captivity. God says we are yet this day in our captivity. It takes for a pandemic to happen to everybody work from home, and your black behind still got to go to work. Mm-hmm. Now you like, damn, pre-existing conditions, man. Black people ain't living the same. <laughs> Yeah, we've been telling you that. Those people that you walk past on the street every week, we've been telling you that. You ain't equal. You are in captivity. Read that again. Behold, we are yet this day in our captivity. Uh Uh-huh. Where thou hast scattered us. Read. For a reproach and a curse. For a what? For a reproach and a curse. For a reproach and a curse. And those curses have been highlighted They're called pre-existing conditions. Other words, Deuteronomy 28 was already applied to these people. So now you put the curses on them. Man, this is bad. They don't live the same. I didn't know this. Did you know that, Bob? No, I didn't. Yeah, right. Hey, and um, the the curse is warranted because those underlying conditions to keep our people in, their diet is off according to the most high God. There you go. You eating things that get you diabetes and gout and high blood pressure. So when the curse come upon you, it fits you to the T when it goes to the scriptures. 100% correct. Because he said healthy food options. Right. We tell Negroes every week, don't eat pork. Exactly. Don't eat shrimp. Don't eat crab. Don't eat lobster. What they do? They walk right past. Mm-hmm. Play video. Finish that video. It becomes a privilege. The whole thought of being six feet away. If you're living in a Baltimore housing complex... And all of a sudden, you have to go to work. You're going to probably pass not only 10 to 20 people, uh, presumably, before you even leave your complex. So what that means is your exposure is high. Here in Maryland, African Americans make up 30% of the population, but they account for 37% of the coronavirus cases. They're also dying at a higher rate. The dire numbers of galvanized celebrities. Who performed on a BT special Wednesday night to drive home the severity of the virus? Activist groups like the Baltimore A Rappers and the NAACP also broadcasted health tips directly targeting the black community. It's very sad and lonely in there. 
Sandy Thomas lost both her mother and sister to the virus. They died just days apart in a Baltimore hospital. The CDC is still gathering stats on why COVID-19 is hitting the black community especially hard, as so many families deal with unexpected tragedy. My mother and my sister are gone. They were doing everything they were told to do, and yet it still got them. Oh. We have. Oh, well, you can go to the next video. So she said they did everything they were supposed to do. Yeah, when the white man told them to do it, they did it. You don't. You don't get to choose when you when you want to when you want to do what you're supposed to do. God been calling you since the day you was born. Go ahead, Mikey. Bring it out. They was told to do. But they realized it was Israelites. God required them to do something. There you go. And they ain't doing it. The Most High is backing us into a corner. Yep. As a people. So you're either going to choose this or you're going to die. That's simple. That's simple. So go back to 2nd Esmond 15. So we covered the plague part. Told you all we're going to do is we're going to read the scriptures and bring it out in real life. And I'm sure they've seen, well, Captain Amazon out there now, Autumn Buzz in D.C., that's the area. I'm sure they've seen them on the street. Right. Teaching yep. this, teaching oh, yeah. this word. That's right oh, there in yeah. Baltimore. Absolutely. Go ahead. Book of Second Edris, chapter 15 and verse 5. Mm-hmm. Behold, saith the Lord, I will bring plagues upon the world. Now, we saw that. We don't saw that from 1898 all the way up to today, to tomorrow. You got the Delta variant, tomorrow to be the Alpha variant. That's the most highest doing. Read. The sword. The what? The sword. Now, we're going to deal with the next part of the scripture. The sword. Let's get the definition of what the sword is that he's going to bring upon the earth. Scroll down. Sword, an offensive weapon worn at the side mm-hmm. and used by hand either for thrusting or cutting. Scroll down. Uh, scroll down. Scroll down. That's the one I want. Read five. Number five. War, dissension. 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 He's going to bring dissension upon the earth. Let's show that. Let's show that being done. How is he bringing the sword upon the earth? Let's read. Let's 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 get some current news of how the Most High is bringing distrust and hatred amongst the nations on the earth. Go ahead. Levi. happened a few weeks ago. You keep playing. You keep playing. This happened a few weeks ago. If you didn't know, the president of Haiti was assassinated in his house. And when you look into it, when you do the research, he did not um, accept the COVID-19 vaccine. And what they do, they murdered him. And I think it was like two days later, three days later, they put a new person in place and the vaccine was dead. This is how he's bringing dissension upon the earth. And he's also revealing who Esau is according to the Bible. All right, go out of that. Go to the next video. So this is how he's bringing dissension upon the earth or sword. Go ahead. Press play. This is another world leader. Tanzania's president, John Magafuli, has dismissed the benefits of vaccines and said no lockdown is planned in his country. 
as God will protect the people from COVID-19. Speaking in Western Tanzania on Wednesday, Magafuli claimed homespun precautions such as steam inhalation were better than vaccines. Vaccines are not good, he said, adding that if they were, quote, the white man would have brought vaccines for HIV and AIDS. His views contradict global scientific consensus and advice from the World Health Organization. Africa is currently struggling to secure enough vaccines for countrywide inoculation programs for its 1.3 billion people, while wealthier parts of the world have reportedly stockpiled surplus doses running into the hundreds of millions. Magafuli's speech is not the first time he has courted controversy during the coronavirus pandemic. His government has drawn criticism for its secretive response, and the president has previously asked Tanzanians to pray the coronavirus away. So, this president was not in agreement with the coronavirus vaccine. As you see, he was healthy, he was doing push-ups. He's fine. Okay, next video. After he denied the vaccine. Tanzanian President John Magufuli has died from a heart condition. He was 61 years old. The vice president's statement followed days of uncertainty over Magufuli's health and whereabouts, with speculation swirling that he had contracted... They said his health and whereabouts were under speculation. They didn't know what, what was going on with this man. Somehow he'd end up missing and, and dead. Hmm. He's just doing push-ups there on you the go. stage. There you go. <laughs> and it ain't the COVID, it ain't COVID-19. Go ahead. ...did a COVID-19 infection and been flown out of the country. Magufuli had long denied that coronavirus was a problem. He told Tanzanians not to wear masks. There was one. Was that? Is there one more on him? Because there's one where he says uh, he they blamed America for what happened. You don't see it? All right, cool. Don't worry about it. Go play it again. Maybe it says it in there. Maybe it says it in there. I might have been talking. Play it from the beginning. Tanzanian President John Magufuli has died from a heart condition. He was 61 years old. The vice president's statement followed days of uncertainty over Magufuli's health and whereabouts, with speculation swirling that he had contracted a COVID-19 infection and been flown out of the country. Magufuli had long denied that coronavirus was a problem. He told Tanzanians not to wear masks. Okay, maybe there's another one. But there was another video I was listening to where they blamed America for what happened. All of his cabinet, they all said, America was was to play for what happened to him. Uh, go, you got the next video? Play that. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. This is dissension upon the earth. Swore. Iran's Supreme Leader Ayatollah Ali Khamenei led the prayers at the University of Tehran, remembering the victims of the U.S. drone strike in Baghdad on Friday that killed the military commander Qasim Soleimani and nine others. Outside, huge crowds gathered as the prayers and speeches. Now, this happened, I think it's probably about a year ago at this point now, right? This happened a few months, probably a year ago, when Soleimani uh, was assassinated because Trump was still the president. They haven't, they haven't retaliated for that yet, but that spirit, it's just there. People wait years. They wait a long time before they attack. 
Go ahead, press play. Were relayed over loudspeakers. The families of American soldiers in West Asia who have witnessed America's cruel wars in Syria, Iraq, Lebanon, Afghanistan, Yemen, and Palestine will be spending their days waiting for the news of the death of their children. The leader and martyr Soleimani spent his life in support of Palestinian resistance as he headed the Quds force in the Iranian Revolutionary Guard. I can say because of what has happened to him, he is the martyr of Jerusalem, the martyr of Jerusalem, the martyr of Jerusalem. Many in the crowd see the killing as an attack on the country. We are not afraid. This has motivated us even more to unite and retaliate. We don't support war, but if we are attacked, and we were attacked, then we will fight and defend ourselves. It is not the first time the U.S. has plotted coups here. And this is another kind of coup. The fact that so many people have come out into the street is proof of the support of our state and the rejection of the U.S. threats. We're not intimidated. Many wanted war with us, but never succeeded. Suleimani's body has been transported along with the coffins of others killed in the attack to Azadi Square in western Tehran. But people are here for more than one reason. It's also a show of defiance. Soleimani's assassination has ratcheted up the tensions between the U.S. and Iran, with increasing fears of retaliation and of a broader regional conflict. Tehran has also announced it will no longer abide by a 2015 nuclear agreement with world powers. The mourning in Iran will continue as Soleimani's body is brought to the southern city of Qom, where another ceremony is planned, ahead of a burial in his home city, Kerama. All right, so we killed the, the general. Well, I didn't say we. They they killed the general in, in, in uh, Iran. And this was, this is how they responded. And like I said, they, they wait years. It's certain called caterpillars, which we're going to hit on later in the, in the class. Go ahead, press play. So this is the red flag of doom. This is the red flag of doom that was raised. Like I said. They, they may not strike right then, but it will come. It will come. Now, go back. Go out of that. So, go back to second essence. We're going to stay right there, second essence. So, we showed uh, plagues. We showed sword, which was the coming wars. You got um, uh, presidents being assassinated. Um, you got general, military generals being assassinated. All these different things are happening, and America's behind all of it. Hey, Cap, I just want to say, too, um, all of that stuff is war because when you go into right. the, the cycle of the world in these last few years was if you don't wear the mask in your countries or something, something's, there's going to be a consequence. If you don't take the vaccine, there's going to be a consequence. Whoever governs everything that's going on, your friendly neighborhood white man, if you don't bend the knee to his will, you will become an enemy of his program. You yep. know, that's what's going on right now. Yep, Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, go back to the second Ezra 15 to 5. Look at second Ezra chapter 15, verse 5. Behold, saith the Lord, I will bring plagues upon the world, the sword, famine. The sword, 
We showed you that. Dissension, war, and like you said, in our eyes, we don't think we at war because we ain't being affected. But the nations in the in the spiritual realm, they already at war. Well, I didn't even realize we had that many troops in Afghanistan right now. I didn't I didn't realize because it don't affect us. But people over there, they hate America to this day. Every day, they, 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 their mothers and sisters have been getting slapped around, abused by American NATO troops for the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. We don't affect it. We don't feel it because we live a normal life. But on the other side of the earth, they have a very different perspective of who we are as a nation and whether or not we at war or not. Right, right. Um, so now let's deal with famine. Play that first video. Hey, I'm sorry. I just wanted to touch on something. Just yeah. two things real quick to add on to it. Because you said, you, you stated it. You said, we don't feel it. We ain't dealing with it. But they do. Right. The most high is in between that that uh, that situation right there. Go to, real quick, go to Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 12, and read verse 22. It's a reason why you'll see destruction and anguish going on and over there. And we seeing about it on the news. We just eating our popcorn, sitting right. back. Or a lot of us just ignoring the things that's going on. But the Lord has been trying to show us signs for generations. And a lot of us just don't hear. So let's see what Solomon was speaking of when these conditions happen on the planet. Read that verse. Come on. Book of Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 12 and verse 22. Read. Therefore, whereas thou doest chasten us. You chasten? The Lord chasten us, but how? Read on. Thou scourges our enemies. So we'll have plagues. We'll have situations in our lives where the Lord is trying to, like, press that button to wake us up. Hello, I'm trying to scourge you. Uh, Surely in your affliction you shall find me early. But what does he do to the nations? It says, thou, read on from there. Thou scourges our enemies. Thou what? Thou scourges our enemies. Read that a little louder. Thou scourges our enemies. Come on. A thousand times more. A thousand times more. What's the purpose of our enemies being scourged a thousand times more? Keep reading. Come on. To the intent that. The purpose for them being scourged a thousand times more is what? Read. When we judge. Uh-huh. When we read. judge. When we when we examine what's going on. When we examine ourselves and judge our lives. Read right. on. We should carefully think of, of thy goodness. What is his goodness? Because there's infallible mercies that the Lord have given us to let us know to move the spirits of his sons to show you, brothers and sisters, that you are the Israelites today. That's a goodness. That's a mercy towards him that you can navigate in this darkness that we're living in. Read on. Let's go. And when we ourselves are judged. And when we ourselves are judged, what's going to happen? We should look for mercy. Now, I'm going to show y'all something. I got just two videos real quick. Because with the dissension that's going on and the war and everything, there's something. Uh, I put up a video real quick. All right? Let me get the first one that I put up there. This was going on in America. Remember, in the time of when we was in the, um, what you want to call that, daggone. Um, <laughs> when we were in the wilderness, the Lord sent forth what? He sent forth uh, hornets. To, to judge the um, to judge the Philistines, the Canaanites, when we before we got there, he did all kind of things. They heard of the, the the rumors of the children of Israel before we went, and then they had fears and they were scared of us before we got to the land. Likewise, in these last days, so let's see something real quick. This is right here. This is called the Iron Dome. Read that real quick. I mean, play that video real quick. Let's see what's going on. I've traveled to Ashkelon. The coastal city just south of Tel Aviv that nudges now, up what, against Now, what the- this is going into, this is a part of our homeland in Jerusalem. So if this is the Holy Land, if those are the real people of the, uh, of, of the Most High God, the real Israelites, 
Why are they catching hell in their own land? Because last time I read in the scriptures, it's supposed to be a land of peace when the people are there. Showing you that, nah, something's out of course, like you mentioned earlier, officer. So let's go real quick. Why do you have to have an Iron Dome military defense in the land of Israel today? Read on. Play the, the Gaza Strip. What you we're seeing here right now is the launcher. Each launcher has 20 missiles on it. You can see uh, the red light flashing, which means it's armed and ready. Here, one of the dozen or so Iron Dome batteries sits at the ready to intercept missiles and provide Israel with a type of shield from aerial attacks. I'm the Iron Dome commander. Lieutenant Colonel Leron Cohen oversees its operation. Is this as close as we get, or do we get... Uh... Uh, this is as close as we get. It took just three years and about $200 million to develop this defense system. Hold up, hold it right there. Hold on, wait a minute. Now, I want y'all to know, this is an ally of the United States of America right now. They don't have 20, what he said, $20 million or whatever? $200 million to just come up with on their own over there. They get this technology from this land on this side right now, right over here where we at. Keep playing the video real quick. But, hold on, on I ain't still the point, damn it. But what, what we struggle with in our communities, we struggle with housing, we struggle with daggone education and all these things, but they got $20 million to guard lakes and rivers and mountains over there, or uh, $200 million to, to, to guard the land over there with an iron dome. You, you had some. No, no. Go, go ahead. Play the video. It relies on a radar that instantly detects when a missile has been fired. Algorithms quickly try to determine what type of projectile is in the air and whether it's heading for a populated or strategic area. If so, Iron Dome launches a missile of its own. It's said that Iron Dome has taken down more than 1,000 missiles since it turned on in 2011. With so, pause right there. That's it on that. Let's play the next video because this is an example of how it works. Let's see. Let's get. Uh, let's show an example of when it was actually. It was. Uh, it, this was not a test. This is not a test. This is what they call it in the military. What they call it? You was in the Air Force, right? No, it's, yeah, it's like alert yellow. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Alert yellow. This is the time. It's 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 about to go down. Let's see what happens. <laughs> now keep all of this in mind. We seeing all this on the news. Right, we back right. home in our comfort zone. Yep, yep. Ain't it ain't hitting us at all right now. We ain't got nothing to worry about. Right. We watching it like a like a Marvel's uh movie or something right, like right, that. Right. Superhero movie. Go ahead. Play the video.
that's that's an example of it too. Now play that last video I just sent over real quick. Play that last video. And then let me get Psalm chapter 91. We're going to start at verse 15. And I'm going to be done with that. Coverage of the ongoing conflict. Play it from the beginning and make it big real quick for the people. Oh, okay. So if y'all didn't Coverage know, of the, uh, uh, paint the picture for him. What was going on? Oh, over okay. Here we Let go. Let so, Let's go this, to the class. Right. Here we go. So it talked about when we read in, uh, what was that? Second Ezra chapter 15, verse 5. It talked about the Lord going to send plagues upon the planet. The first one that he's talking about, what we went over was the, uh, the coronavirus, the viruses that's going on. Then it talked about the sword, the sword. When, the, when we saw the plagues in the land of Egypt, we understood that the Lord was protecting us and preserving us so that we can learn from that power that he was doing to the nations and that we can repent and know that he is the power now. Likewise, today, ain't nothing ever changed. Right now, we get an example of the sword. Now, if you look at the date on here, it says May 11, 2021, a couple months ago. We talked an example about right now. We, we saw how the Iron Dome works over there in um, Israel right now. So play the video. This was what it called it again? Yellow what? Alert yellow. Alert yellow. This is the time. <laughs> Read on. Uh, play the video. I'm Going sorry. conflict in Israel has featured recurring images like this: missiles streaming across the sky and exploding Hold on, pause there. Pause it real quick. Pause it real quick. So you literally have your you literally have grandmothers. You have daggone grandfathers and sons and daughters, teenagers, college students taking their iPhones, their phones in the air. Right now, recording these missiles uh, being shot down in the sky. <laughs> shot down in the daggone sky. Read on. Come on. Keep going. These are missiles from Israel's Iron Dome missile defense system, a land-based system that intercepts and destroys short-range rockets and mortars. It has become a bedrock of the country's defense since its introduction in 2011. And in the current round of hostilities, Israel's military said the system has intercepted more than 200 of the more than 1,000 rockets fired towards Israel as of May 12th. Pause it right there. So it says it shot down about 200 of the 1,000. So some of those touched down. If y'all was paying attention to the signs of the times, what's going on in the world, if your head wasn't on a daggone rock, you'll know for a surety that if it's touching over there, it can go anywhere else. There you go. This is just right. I, this is this is these are iron dome uh, uh, defensive mechanisms just in the land of Israel. They got them over here. They got them over here. But it ain't it ain't to say that nothing can't touch us over here as well. Now I'm gonna get a scripture on all this. Those are the sword. That's the sword, the flying swords that the scriptures speak of. That's hitting all over on the cross to the other side of the earth right now. Get this verse real quick. What did the Lord say with all of that that's going on? How does that concern us as Israel? We're supposed to learn from what we're seeing in these last days. Give me Psalms 90 and start at verse 5. When you keep the commandments and the faith of Christ, knowing that you Israel, you ain't got nothing to worry about. Because you already know without a shadow of a doubt that the Lord, the most high God is your protection. Read that real quick. Come on. Book of Psalms chapter 90 and verse 5. Thou carriest them away as with uh, a... Nine, nine, 91, excuse me. 91 verse 5. Book of Psalms chapter 91 and verse 5. Right. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night. That was a video at night. That was a video at night. People recording of missiles flying in the air and the Iron Dome protecting them. 
Read on, let's go. Come on. Nor for the arrow that flieth by day. Nor for the arrow that flieth by day. Their arrows fly, and the representation of an arrow today is what? Those missiles. Read on. Nor for the arrow that flieth by day. Read on. Nor for the pestilence. The what? The pestilence. Coronavirus. Read. Come on. That walketh in darkness. Uh Uh-huh. Nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. Because what's going to happen to you when you understand you Israel? You're going to be protecting. The scripture is going to explain that. Read verse 7. Come on. Verse Uh 7. A thousand shall fall at thy side. From what? Plagues, famine, war, uh, death, uh, the missiles hitting down on the ground. People dying. Read on. It says a thousand shall fall at thy side. Read on. And 10,000 at thy right hand. But where do you play in that? Read on. But it shall not come nigh thee. Keep reading. Come on. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. So only with our eyes shall we behold it and see the reward on the wicked. Because we are waiting and we are the most high is preserving, preserving us. Until he comes back in these last days to uh, uh, deliver us out of the conditions that we are in. And you read about that in Matthew chapter 24. When he's going to send forth his angels to come scoop us up out of all this tribulation and anguish. Y'all thought that little Iron Dome Fandango that was going on is something? Y'all ain't seen nothing yet. The Most High going to come with his glory and his angels to come and preserve and deliver all of us as people. All right, all you so-called black Hispanics and native Indians. Mm, that's, hey, that's a heavy point. I have forgot all about that one, Cap. Mm. That's a very, very important one. Go to, go to Isaiah 34 right. in verse 8, dealing with that, because that lets you know where we at in times right there. When they fighting in that land, yeah. that's a good thing. Mm. That's a good thing. And it also, like you said, that lets you know the people that in that land, those ain't the people. Nope. The Lord going to protect us when we're there. Why you need an iron dome if, if the Lord is protecting <laughs> and them? And the Bible said we're going to go seven ways before them in fear night and day. Right. They ain't fear. Nope. They ain't got no fear. Go ahead. Book of Isaiah chapter 34 and verse 8. Uh-huh. Six. For, yeah, 8. You good. You good. For it is the day of the Lord's vengeance. Uh-huh. And the year of recompense. When he come back, it's going to be the year of recompense. For what? For the controversy of Zion. For the what? For the controversy of Zion. For the controversy of Zion. What we're, what we're watching on the screen is the controversy that the Lord is speaking about. Those battles in Palestine, mm-hmm. which is Israel, our land, that is prophesied in the scripture. Because you have two people who it does not belong to fighting over a land. <laughs> that doesn't belong to either one of them. Go to Joel 3 real quick. Joel 3 and read verse 2. And I'm going to show you. I'm going to prove it to you again. That what Cap bringing out is absolutely correct. Book of Joel, chapter 3 and verse 2. Uh-huh. I will also gather all nations. Well, what? I will also gather all and nations. And what we showed y'all earlier is how he's doing that. He's killing this uh, uh, um, president. Killing this general. He's pulling troops out of this country. He's getting everybody turned against America. Read. And will bring them down into the valley of Jehoshaphat. And will what? And will bring them down into the valley of Jehoshaphat. Read. And will plead with them there for my people. He's going to plead with them for my people. And for my heritage. And for my heritage. Israel. Why? Whom they have scattered among the nations. Who they scattered amongst the nations. Read. And parted my land. And what? And parted my land. And parted the land of Israel. Tell me what book is giving you. The, 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 the signs of the times like the Bible is. 
We showing you plagues. We showing you war. We showing you who's going to be in the land, why there's fights in the land, and you still got a problem with the Bible. Hey, you have to go ahead. Hey, what pastor is teaching you that there's a controversy in there the land go. because the writing happened? Right. There. there you go. They ain't none of them teaching that. They can't. They can't go against their master. Now, go to set. Go back to Second Exodus five real quick. We got to read that about the famine, and we're gonna play those two videos. Book of Second Exodus chapter fifteen and verse five. Mm-hmm. Behold, saith the Lord, I will bring plagues upon the world: the sword, famine, famine. Now, play the video. Let's deal with famine. Home video. I know we got sidetracked. Captain Talawan got a, got a 15 minutes with the captain. Be of a man <laughs> through the streets of what's believed to be this the Western half city. This ain't it. Famine. Famine. Got to go back. Go back on the chart. Go back to how it was. Find the famine video, and then we're going to get right back on track. Yep, there you go. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Across Britain, there are big gaps showing up on supermarket shelves because of a crisis in the supply chain. The problem is a shortage of truck drivers, partly because of Brexit and partly because of the pandemic. And it's hitting everyone from independent village stores all the way up to the big chains like Sainsbury's. And industry leaders say it will get worse unless the government allows more truck drivers to come and work here. From overseas. Summertime should be the season of plenty, but social media users in the UK are complaining of empty supermarket shelves. These well, pictures show... So this is in a developed country. This over there in the UK, nothing in the stores. We saw this in America. Matter of fact, you see this every time there's a hurricane, snowstorm. I know uh, you from up north too. When, when y'all have snowstorms, do it be empty up there? Do people go buy everything up? Same thing. We live on a very, very fragile uh, life lifestyle. The second those trucks stop coming, it's a famine. You may not realize it, but it's a, that's how simple our life can be changed. Just because you got all that food in the stores and you can eat 24 hours, <laughs> let the roads get shut down. Let somebody EMP every truck across America. You finish. That's what they. That's what we saw. During the coronavirus. Because what happens is you shut down everything, right? You got to think. It goes all the way down to the workers that's picking the natural stuff. Then they, then they go to the factory and they, they process it. Absolutely. Then they package it. Then they got to ship it out. Okay, well, during coronavirus, all they got shut down. You don't just flip a switch and that process happens in a day. You don't turn the world back on like, like, like lights. Right. It don't happen like that. You gotta, you gotta, now you got to hire people. People died. A lot of stuff changed. A lot of stuff changed. Go ahead, press play. Where there are problems. Of course, it's not everywhere. But major retailers such as Sainsbury's and Tesco are warning they're unable to keep all their shops stocked in the way they'd want. Some store managers I've spoken to have seen their number of um, deliveries decrease over the course of, course of a week. So where they might have been getting five, six, seven deliveries a week. That might have gone down to four or five. Yeah, Tesco's um, already noted that it's had some issues with food waste because it can't get it through the system fast enough. I think we'll see lots more of these types of issues in the, the weeks and months ahead because there's such a shortfall of truck drivers and that will take a long time to remedy because there's thousands who need to be trained. It's estimated the UK has 100,000 fewer truck drivers than it needs for a long list of reasons. 
because of Brexit. New drivers from Europe can no longer come to work here easily. Many went home during the pandemic and have not returned. And while the country was locked down, the training of new drivers stopped. The government solution? Changing the rules to allow drivers stay on the road for longer. The problem with extending drivers hours is you're making drivers who are already tired all more right, tired. So I showed y'all that in the UK. Like we said, the same thing happened in America, but I was able to find that one. But what I'm showing you is everything works on a, uh, a, a line. Everything works on a screen. Everything is affected. But we're showing you famine. And it ain't in, because I, I wanted to show it from the UK, because it ain't in Africa, in the middle of nowhere with flies on. No, it ain't in Haiti. It's, it's right here in America. It's right there in Great Britain. It's in um, first world countries, not third world countries. In first world countries, famine is coming. It's happening where you think you're comfortable. There you where go. Where can't nothing happen. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Now, go back to second essence. We're going to go to the next video. Skip to the um, skip the next one, and then we're going to go to the, the next one. I think it was um, – let me look at the list. But read uh, 5 and 6. Um. Book of Second Edges, chapter 15 and verse 5. Behold, saith the Lord, I will bring plagues upon the world, mm -hmm. the sword, famine, death, and destruction. Verse 6. For wickedness have exceedingly poor, polluted the whole earth, and their hurtful works are fulfilled. So read that part again. For wickedness. For wickedness has have exceedingly polluted the whole earth. So now we're going to deal with the wickedness that has polluted the whole earth. Let me give you some examples of that. We could, we, this is a whole separate topic. <laughs> Go ahead, press play. Personal pledge from a powerful platform. For all transgender Americans watching at home, especially young people. You're so brave. I want you to know your president has your back. Jessica Fuller is one of those Americans. She came out as transgender when she was 16. Her dad never expected to share her story publicly. I didn't know if I was going to fall apart and cry or laugh. Much less go viral opposing an Alabama bill, making it a felony for minors to receive the same kind of gender-affirming care Jessica did. So you're asking me to someday put handcuffs on these people that are heroes in my life? And if the rest of the people say my daughter, please don't ask me to do that. I was proud. It's not just Alabama. It's estimated more than half of all states are considering bills that would restrict trans rights, a record 80 plus in all, most involving either medical care or sports, the latest front in a political culture war. If this does not change, women's sports as we know it will die. We are talking about erasing the definition of woman. When we replace sex with gender identity, there's no boundaries with that. New polling shows most Americans oppose laws limiting trans rights, and President Biden campaigned on a promise to protect them. In his first hundred days, he's reversed the Trump-era ban on transgender troops, threatened sanctions on countries that restrict trans rights, and nominated the first openly transgender person to be confirmed by the U.S. Senate. I voted for him because of these issues. You know, more than anything else. What is your message to legislators in other states? Listen to these kids because they're telling the truth and there's nothing else to tell. For them, it's not politics, but personal. Hallie Jackson, NBC News, Washington. Now, go to the same. You played the, the, the second one first. Play the uh, same sex. So what we're seeing now, I'm going to show you what. No, you're going the wrong way. Go back one. 
So what we're seeing now is it ain't about homosexual no more. That's what we finna get right now when when uh, Barack, Barack Obama was president. He made it legal for you to be a homosexual and get married. Now, we thought that was bad. Now, you it ain't same sex. Alphabet. Cool. It's, it's same whatever you want to be. So you might got a man and a woman, but they, they used to be men. They used to be women. But either whatever they is, you got to accept them for what they is. Confusion. This is the land of Babylon. Press play. I've been blessed the day she walked in, and I feel blessed that now I get to call her my wife. Just one of many same-sex unions today, proudly under the banner of love, but now also under the protection of the U.S. Constitution. Senior Washington correspondent Neil McDonald has more on this decision. Neil. Yeah, you know, David, 12 years ago, gay sex was actually against the law just across the river from here in Virginia. As of today, gay marriage is a legal right in this country, everywhere in this country. Today's ruling felt inevitable. It was, nonetheless, the greatest expansion of marriage since the 1967 decision that struck down bans on interracial matrimony. It was a clear and historic declaration. That the four words etched onto the front of the Supreme Court, equal justice under law, apply to us, too. Jim Obergefell's husband, John, was still alive when they began fighting Ohio's refusal to recognize their marriage. When John died of ALS, Ohio refused to list Obergefell's name on the death certificate. No American should have to suffer that indignity. Clearly, Justice Anthony Kennedy had that in mind when he wrote for the majority that, as some of the petitioners in these cases demonstrate, marriage embodies a love that may endure even past death. They ask for equal dignity in the eyes of the law. It is so ordered. Later, the president emerged from the White House to praise the long legal struggle that ended this morning. Sometimes there are days like this, when that slow, steady effort is rewarded with justice that arrives like a thunderbolt. Not too long ago, Obama himself opposed gay marriage, as did most other political leaders here. But in recent years, public opposition abruptly melted. Without that change in attitude, said Obama, this... So, America, America, one nation under God, indivisible, with unalienable rights... <laughs> this is the place this is the place where your pastor has an American flag behind him. This that's what that's that's your pastor has an American flag behind him. This is the nation that y'all love so dear that Christians think it's God's they think America and God is the same thing. But this where is that at in the scriptures? Where is that at in the scriptures? There's one story in the Bible everybody knows. Everybody knows, or most people know, because they use it as a term in the world. It's called sodomy. It's called sodomy. And everybody knows what happened for what they were doing in the land. And guess what? That same They're going to get that same treatment today. Go to Revelation 11 and 8 real quick. You had those same, in this time of Sodom and Gomorrah, when you read in uh, Genesis 19, you had those same defenders of those there acts. There you go. Those same rights that was put up. 
And the Lord going to treat them the same way, just yep. like what you're saying. You Read that. One judgment. Book of Revelations, chapter 11 and verse 8. Uh-huh. And their dead bodies uh-huh. shall lie in the streets of the great city. That's the Israelites. We're spiritually dead here because we become defiled with the other nations. Because we want to be in a homosexual relationship. Because we want to become a woman or you want to become a man. Or you want to cut your penis open. <laughs> Souffle. Read. <laughs> Which spiritually is called Sodom. America is what? Which spiritually is called Sodom uh-huh. and Egypt. America is spiritually Sodom. That's what we just showed you. We're going to show you some more examples. Go ahead. Press play on that. Now, before but hold on. Before we play, if you didn't see, the baby is a rapper. He made comments about um, um, not um, giving oral sex to another man. Basically, he was he was talking about not being gay. If and they, he got canceled. That's, that's crazy. He got canceled. Go ahead, press play. <laughs> now, if you're a rat, you see, no rat. Nah, yeah, I'm a rat. No rat. Nah, I'm a rat. Yeah. End of discussion. It's sad how y'all trying to force this this gay stuff on the world. Bro. It's sad how y'all trying to ban artists. Y'all sad, bro. It's sad, bro. You know, in ten years it gon' it, it ain't gonna be normal for a kid to be straight. Yo, you know, it's on. sad. So he said they coming for the kids. They make you accept whatever. When you accept any, my, everybody in the world, they say if you don't stand for nothing, you fall what. You fall for anything. So if you never, uh, if you tolerate everything, you agree with it. If you tolerate it, you agree with it. So you ha- you can't stand, you can't be tolerant of everything. That The America ain't tolerant of the Taliban. They showed them wasn't tolerant when their planes came and hit. They went, now, now what if what if uh, Afghanistan said, you got to be tolerant of our beliefs. You got to accept it. We <laughs> you were gotta, supposed to you, do this. We were supposed to do it's this. It's okay. Go ahead, press play. Hey, bro. Y'all trying to force it on on, on on these kids, bro. You know? You pushing it on the artists. Push it on all the biggest artists. You know why? Because the kids love those artists. You, you're attacking these kids. The kids love these artists. So we're going to make all them promote this. We're going to make all them promote it. And who going to follow? The kids. It's sad, bro. It's sad, bro. Now, I want to make sure everybody know in the comments. Yeah, that's that's little Boosie. He defending the baby. All right, he's defending the baby. Go ahead, press play. God doing black backflips in his backflips right now. All right, so go ahead, back out of that. So go to the next video. So even rappers, and, and he ain't he ain't no better. You know, they they ain't never had a message. But they understand what the what they're trying to do at the end of the day. They're trying to destroy us. Go ahead. You have to go ahead. Yeah, the, the only thing I want to say is the hypocrisy behind it because yep. uh the 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 whoremongering, the drug dealing and all of that, that's okay. But because it's homosexuality, all of us destroying our community. Absolutely. Where we at? Where we at? Yep, yep. So remember he said they're coming for our kids. Go ahead. As we celebrate pride on the progress we've made over these past years, there's still work to be done. So to those of you out there who are still working against equal rights, we have a message for you.
You think we're sinful. You fight against our rights. You say we all lead lives you can't respect. But you're just frightened. You think that we'll corrupt your kids if our agenda goes unchecked. Funny, just this once, you're correct. We'll convert your children. Happens bit by bit, quietly and subtly, and you will barely notice it. You can keep them from disco. Warn about San Francisco. Make him wear pleated pants, we don't care. We'll convert your children. We'll make them tolerant and fair. False. So, exactly what uh, uh, Lil Boosie just said. That's exactly their mindset. That is exactly their mindset. They are looking to make you tolerant of, what, of, of, of their actions because they know over time, if you tolerate it, you'll try it out. Right. You'll try it out. That's why we always say, watch who you hang around with. Because guess what? If you run with the dudes that sell drugs and do that, eventually you're going to do it. Right. So Because growing up, you don't chill with the gay dude. Hell no. You're like, hey, 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 stay over there. But now the gay dude, your best friend, guess what? You're going to be gay. <laughs> That's what they're trying to get us to do. But I want to show you something. You think you're going to convert our children, but guess what? There's a, there's a different group of people out there. <laughs> we ain't sending our kids to school. We ain't teaching them white man Jesus. Nope. And we ain't agreeing with the policies that America set up. We're going to do thus saith the Lord. Go to Deuteronomy 7 and 25. I'm going to show you what level of tolerance y'all going to get. Deuteronomy 7 and 25. It keeps saying the mics are low, y'all. Make sure our mics up. Book of Deuteronomy chapter 7 and verse 25. Uh-huh. The graven image of their gods. The what? The graven images of their gods. The graven images of their gods and their doctrine. Read. Shall ye burn. Shall ye what? Shall ye burn. Read. With fire. Uh-huh. Thou shalt not desire the silver or the gold that is on them. Uh-huh. Nor take it unto thee, lest thou be snared therein. For it is an abomination to the Lord thy God. So the doctrines, the teachings, the media, all of that stuff. We doing all of that on our own. We, we going to be like uh, Deacon Ithan brought out. A world within a world. That's what we get into. That's why we got original royalty. That's why we got IUIC TV. That's why we got all our own things. Y'all not, not getting to our children. Because we going to teach them up in the Lord. Because in Christianity, you can get them because they ain't got no guidelines. You don't have no laws. There's nothing that says homosexuality is wrong. Oh, yo, Mike, that's who Mike did. Tell me, yo, Mike, off. Check, check, check. <laughs> Go ahead, read verse 26. Verse 26. Uh-huh. Neither shalt thou bring an abomination into thine house. Read. Lest thou be a cursed thing like it. Read. But thou shalt utterly destroy it. Uh-huh. And thou shalt utterly abhor it. Uh-huh. For it is a cursed thing. Thing. So that's our mindset when it comes to the Israelite children. You're not gonna, you're not gonna be able to sway our children because we're gonna teach them. Thus saith the Lord. You can't come with a Bible saying that Christian that that homosexuality is fine. Look, it's in the no. It don't say that. Let's prove it though. Let's prove it. <laughs> Let's go to Leviticus. Which one we want to get? I want the giver and the receiver. Leviticus 20. 
Leviticus 20 and verse 13. This is what the Bible says about, about this act. And like we say, if you're in that act, repent. You can repent. Book of Leviticus, chapter 20 and verse 13. Read. If a man also lie with mankind uh-huh. as he lieth with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. Uh-huh. They shall surely be put to death. Uh-huh. Their blood shall be upon them. Now, I notice somebody out there that think they smart. Well, why don't you kill people and stone people? You don't murder them no more. But what they did is still wrong. I'm not going through that right now. We got a million scriptures on that. But the act is wrong. That never changed. That never changed. This is why God gave us specific instructions on what to teach our children. Go Deuteronomy 4 real quick and we're getting back on topic. Deuteronomy 4. And read verse. No, I want 6. I'm sorry. Deuteronomy 6 and verse 4. 6 and 4. Book of Deuteronomy, chapter 6 and verse 4. Uh-huh. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, mm-hmm. and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul mm-hmm. and with all thy might. Uh-huh. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children. This is what we're not doing in the, in the black Hispanic community. We are not teaching our children the commandments anymore. And that's why we see whoremongers. That's why we see uh, prom, prom queens. That's why we see uh, murderers, adulterers, so on and so forth. Because we have strayed away from the basic instructions of the Bible. Most children don't even know the Ten Commandments. They don't even go to church no more, these kids. Go ahead, Cap. You have some? Uh, yeah, no, just to add on... Uh what you're going into is that our children will not be desensitized. There you go. Plain and simple. Just go. one scripture. Uh, Amos chapter 3, verse 7, real quick. Yep, bring it out. We, we won't have desensitization amongst our community <laughs> right. because we go, they're going to be raised and fully aware. No, it's not natural. There you go. For you to say that two sexes of the same gender or whatever could be married, they're going to know from the start, a marriage is a man and a woman there from the go. beginning. There you go. That's how life is. That's how creation is. So read that verse real quick. Come on. Look at Amos chapter 3 and verse 11. Come on. Therefore. No, 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 no. 3 and 7. 3 and 7. 3 and verse 7. Right. Read. Surely the Lord God will do nothing. Uh Uh-huh. But he he revealeth his secret unto his servants, the prophets. It says, surely the Lord do nothing, but he reveal his secrets unto the servants, the prophets. We will not be desensitized. We're going to be fully aware of what's going on, and we're going to know how to fight it. According to God's word, period. That's it on that. There you go. You got something? All right. So, we got, they coming after our children. So, we done in second essence. Go to Matthew. Let's go to the words of Christ. Because the the title of the class, don't forget the title of the class, the signs of the time. So, we're showing you where we at. Everything that was written about is coming to pass. Everything is coming to pass. Start at verse 1, Matthew 24. Book of Matthew, chapter 24, verse 1. Uh-huh. And Jesus went out and departed from the temple. And his disciples came to him for, for to show him the buildings of the temple. Uh-huh. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Mm-hmm. Verily I say unto you, There shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. Right. He was prophesying of the destruction that was to come. 
70 AD was going to come. Titus and Vespasian was going to destroy the temple again. Read. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, uh -huh. the disciples came unto him privily, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? Uh -huh. And what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? What's going to be the sign that the end of the world is coming, Christ? What are these things you speaking of? And Jesus answered and said unto them, uh -huh. Take heed that no man deceive you. Do what? Take heed that no man deceive the you. The first thing he told them was, take heed that no man deceive you. That no man deceive you. He's letting you know, there's going to come a time where people that think they believe Christ are not going to be following Christ. People are going to think they're following me, and they're not following me. Read. For many shall come in my name, uh -huh. saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. So, and it wasn't going to be a few people that was going to be deceived. Because if people say we deceive, then why ain't we the masses? If we the deceived of the earth, why ain't we the largest religion on the face of the earth? Right. Why isn't the whole world keeping the commandments? Because if we, what we teaching was wrong, the whole world would be keeping the commandments. And we would be the few saying, hey, you ain't got to keep the commandments. And everybody would look at us crazy. But that's not what's going on. We keep the Sabbath. We wear fringes, we don't eat pork, and we get looked at crazy. They say we deceived. I don't know about you. I just look at numbers. Many is a lot. <laughs> Few is a little. I think we fit in the little description. I don't know. You let me know. So, uh, play the video on Christianity. And um, what's the word? Uh, viewer discretion. Viewer, viewer discretion is advised. You will see white Jesus. <laughs> Go ahead. It's a horror movie. It's a horror About 2,000 years ago, in a far-flung province in the Middle East, a man emerged from the desert with a message. Hey, pause. <sighs> you see how the Middle East, how do you talk about Jesus and say the Middle East? The, the, there's a book called the Bible. It has exactly the cities where it was at. Just say exactly where it's at. They don't want to do that. Go ahead. One that would radically alter the course of world events and come to define the lives of billions. Hold on, pause. So his life changed the lives of billions. That sounds like many to me, right? Yeah, it does. Yep. Okay. Go ahead. Christianity is a monotheistic religion that centers on the teachings of Jesus Christ. Believed to be the son of an almighty universal God. Pause. Where's the universal God at in the Bible? This is why he said many shall be deceived. There's no universal God in the Bible. Go to Joel. Let's let's smash that real quick because I know somebody's watching. There's an apologetic watching saying, yes, he is a universal God. No, no, he's not. Uh, I said Joel, I meant uh, Amos. I want Amos. I want Amos. What do I want? Joel. I want he's a God. Uh, yeah, Joel 2 and 27. That's what I want. Joel 2 and 27. My apologies. Book of Joel, chapter 2 and verse 27. Uh-huh. And ye shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. Hold on. He's in the midst of what? I am in the midst of Israel. No, universal. I am in the midst of Israel. Read. 
and that I am the Lord, your God. Your God, read. And none else. The universal God. And none else. This is what we're saying. This is what we're trying to show y'all. These people are lying on God. No cap. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, press play. Right. It is through faith in Jesus Christ and his teachings that believers have access to God and the afterlife. The Christian religion began about 2,000 years ago in the province of Judea in the Middle East. It was a sect of the overarching religion at the time, Judaism, and originally had very few followers. What's known about Christianity's earliest days in the life of Jesus Christ comes from four books called the Gospels. The Gospels hold that Jesus was born in the first decade BC in the region of Judea. His father was named Joseph, and his mother was named Mary. According to tradition, Jesus was immaculately conceived by God. Lie. What? Why do they say according to tradition? Why don't they read the Bible? According to tradition. Yeah, I know according to tradition. Notice, they never reference the scriptures. Reference the Bible. That's that Jedi mind trick. Right. That's exactly what it is. Go to Romans 1. That's all I want. And if y'all want to bring out one, that's fine. But we got a lot more to get. Go ahead. Romans 1 and 3. Romans 1 and 3. The book of Romans, chapter 1 and verse 3. Uh Uh-huh. Concerning his son, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Read. Our Lord. Uh Uh-huh. Which was made of the seed of David. Hold on. He was what? Which was made of the seed of David. Read. According to the flesh. So he was not immaculately conceived. He was born of the seed of David. They had sex. Press play. He was, he, hold on. We got to make it. <laughs> he came from sperm. There you he go. came out of his father Joseph's rod. There you go. Into his mother, Mary. Into his mother, her name was Mary. Right. And was born. I got to, you know, <laughs> hey, hey, it's 2021. They got to know. You got to make it plain. That's how you make people. You got to make it plain. Press play. In some accounts, Jesus had been trained as a carpenter or a builder, but by the age of 30, he took to preaching, saying that forgiveness of past sins was the key to achieving righteousness. False. Notice, they use the Bible for that. They only use the forgive. They find a scripture for that. Go ahead. However, the Jewish religious leaders and Roman rulers of the region declared Jesus an agitator. They had him arrested and crucified, nailed to a wooden cross and left to die. But the story of Jesus doesn't end with his death. According to the Gospels, the body of Jesus was resurrected by God, his Father. If Jesus had built the foundations of the Christian faith, it was a Greek-speaking Jew named Paul who made it a religion. According to Paul, God revealed Jesus Christ to him in a vision. Paul then converted to Christianity and made it his mission to see Christ's teachings as an institution by establishing... Now, as you see, they say Paul went to all these different cities and he's teaching. Now, you look at that, you think he's talking to anybody. Pull up the map I sent y'all. This is why you have to read the Bible in context. You look at videos and you just see stuff, you're going to be all over the place. Now, this is that same map. This is basically the same map of the, the places that Paul went. Now, I want you to zoom in on the key in the bottom right. Now, 
you'll see those dots. You see all those, you see the orange dot right there. It says a city with Jewish population. Now scroll over the map, stay tight, and go, yep, stay just like that and just go. So Pergia, Pamphylia, Pontus, Asia, scroll up, Trace, Egypt, go up, Cappadocia, Pontus, keep going, Pamphylia. Now, all of these places, zoom in again on the map, on the, uh, on the key. These were cities with Jewish populations. He was not going to teach other nations. He was teaching his own people. Now, let's prove it. So, for you Bible scholars, when he went to the land of Corinth, he was teaching the Jews in Corinth. <laughs> when go. he went to Rome, where he was born at, okay, he was teaching those Jews in Rome. There you go. Hey, it Simple. says it right there in that legend. Uh, province mentioned in Acts 2. There you go. Dang. There you go. Let's get Acts 2. Let's get Acts 2 to prove that the places he went, those were Israelites. Read that. Acts 2 and just start at verse uh, 4. The book of Acts, chapter 2 and verse 4. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost mm -hmm. and began to speak with other tongues mm -hmm. as the Spirit gave them utterance. And there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, mm -hmm. devout men, out of every nation under heaven. The Jews were in all of these different lands because they were scattered right. through captivity. Right. Captivity. So what happened? They were scattered in different lands. He had to go teach them. Deuteronomy 4 and 27. Real quick, let's prove it. Let's prove it because what? We were taken into Assyria. We were taken into Babylon. We were taken into Greece. We were in Rome. Read. Book of Deuteronomy, chapter 4 and verse 27. Uh-huh. And the Lord shall scatter you among the nations. And what? And the Lord shall scatter you among the nations. Uh-huh. And ye shall be left few in number among the heathen, whether the Lord shall lead you. So we were scattered amongst the nations. Go back to the video. Go ahead, press play. So now we got some clarification. Paul was, wasn't spreading Christianity. Christianity ain't in the Bible. What Paul was doing was de deciphering on how to keep the commandments, which ones you had to keep, and not keeping the law of sacrifice. That's all he was doing. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to say, and he was showing those uh, Jews that knew they were Jews right. by nativity yep. that they are not Gentiles no more that they can come back and keep there God's go. laws. The go. prophecies because of Christ, a black man right. died so that you can come back and be a part of the kingdom of God. There you go. That's the New Testament. That's when the scriptures we were talking about earlier when the foolish of this world, you right. think I'm foolish what I'm speaking of, have the wisdom of God and we speaking it to our people. Right. You theologians keep on teaching that daggone Jedi mind trick to our people, and they get uh, the it will not deceive the elect, plain and simple. Go ahead, Kevin. I'm sorry. No, you good. You good. Go ahead. First place. Churches across the Roman Empire. Paul's actions catapulted Christians from an esoteric Jewish sect to a society of worshipers with reach across the known world. Over the next two millennia, Christianity would go through an unprecedented journey. Scriptures such as the Gospels would be gathered and translated to form Christianity's sacred text, the Bible. 
The Christian faith would branch to many denominations and be practiced by followers on all seven continents. And the number of Jesus Christ's followers would grow to two billion, making Christianity the world's largest religion. All right. Oh, so Christianity is the world's largest religion. Christianity. Right. But when you examine Christianity, it don't line up with the Bible. So read Matthew again. Let's see where we at in the times. Because it wasn't always the largest religion. But it is right now. So let's see where we at in the times according to that. Read that. Matthew 24 and verse 5. Book of Matthew chapter 24 and verse 5. Uh-huh. For many shall come in my name. Many. Two billion going to come in my name. Right. Read. Saying. I am Christ. Meaning, I am a believer. I offer you salvation. If you follow what I'm doing, you'll get salvation. Read. And shall deceive many. Uh-huh. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. We covered that earlier. Read. See that ye be not troubled. Uh-huh. For all these things must come to pass. Uh-huh. But the end is not yet. Read. For nations shall rise against nations. World War Three. Read. And kingdom against kingdom. Uh-huh. And there shall be famine. Cover that. And pestilence. Coronavirus. And earthquakes. And what? And earthquakes. Show what happened in Haiti. Mm. Show what happened in Haiti. Press play. Earthquake. We're here in Lakai in southwest Haiti, where rescue efforts after the 7.2 magnitude earthquake have turned into body recovery and rubble removal. Life isn't normal here, but with limited resources, equipment, and government assistance, it's unclear when that'll change. Most blocks in the city have at least one downed house or structure. Many have several, and they're largely just sitting there, abandoned or unattended. But some of the larger collapses are still being dug up. Right here behind me, they're clearing the debris from a three-story apartment building that collapsed in the earthquakes. A couple days ago, folks in the community here found 16 people alive who were trapped inside. Right now, they don't expect to find anyone else alive, but they are looking for bodies. Vital Jean Candy was one of the first people to look through the debris here. Yeah, we then shall they deliver you up uh-huh. to be afflicted Read. and shall kill you. Uh-huh. And ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Now we're going to deal with this. We're going to deal with this. This is the part what we're getting into right now. With all the stuff that's going on, they always try to find a way to put the Israelites in a, in a box. We're going to show you why they do that. Because the Bible says... They're going to deliver us up, and we're going to be hated of all people. Press play. So these are the boxes that you can check. Let it play. Let it play. These are the boxes that you can check. 
check if you think somebody is an extremist on Facebook. So if we post something opposite of what everybody believes, somebody just click a button and say, you an extremist. In America, what they call it, don't they got, what's uh, the Second Amendment? We got freedom of speech, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So now in a country where you're supposed to have freedom of speech, they now monitor you. They now tell you what you can and can't say. If you say this, they're going to put a a thing underneath and they say, hey, this ain't fact. Huh? Right. That is true. How you going to tell me what's fact or not? So we showed you the video. Now read this uh, article, uh, Yazeel. Uh, FBI urges monitoring of family members and peers for extremists. So, they are monitoring for family members who are extremists. Let's see. Let's read a little bit. The Federal Bureau of Investigation warns Americans over the weekend to keep an eye on friends and family members for signs of mobilization to violence as part of the Biden administration's continued focus on domestic uh, extremists. All right. All right, there you go. Family members and peers are often best positioned to witness signs of mobilization to violence, the FBI tweets Sunday. Help prevent homegrown violence extremists. Learn how to spot suspicious behavior and report them to the FBI. Now, that's why they work so hard to try to tie us with any militant group on the face of the earth. They like that those those are Israelites. You had the shooting in um what's it in New Jersey. They tried to tie it to us. They gotta get something on us, so they're like, they they gotta be violent somewhere. But we don't we don't that's how I say we do not affiliate ourselves with any other group. We don't deal with violence. Right. The most high gonna deal with that. So now go to the next video. Because they know your family members are the people that's going to tell on you. They already know your family members hate you. They hate your guts. Go ahead, play that. We know the government watches us. But what about when government surveillance changes the course of history? In the 1960s, the U.S. government started a program called COINTELPRO, or the Counterintelligence Program. The program was a series of secret FBI initiatives targeting activists, political, and minority groups. The American Indian Movement, Black Panthers, Martin Luther King, women's and civil rights groups, Vietnam War protesters, and anyone who got the government seeing red. Tactics used included infiltration and surveying and discrediting leaders and causes in order to undermine entire movements and organizations. But a lot of what COINTELPRO did was illegal, and it was officially disbanded in 1971. Though if you ask many activist groups and political dissidents, it still exists, just in another form. Alrighty, so they let you know they did this to destroy movements. 
They plant stuff on you. They lie on you. They discredit you. This is fact that they did it. The white man has lied. Is anybody going to overthrow the government or shut down the FBI? So if you think they did it then, and we got a movement stronger than ever, they won't do it today? Press play. This is what they're trying to label us as. Go ahead. The report identified black identity extremists as a threat to law enforcement. Critics say the report is eerily similar to the FBI's 20th century counterintelligence program. COINTELPRO was an FBI operation established in the 50s by J. Edgar Hoover to target African Americans who were fighting for justice and equality. He targeted doctors. He was the one that stated we must prevent, prevent a black messiah. Well, why would the people in America need a savior or to even think to that point? It's because we understand we ain't the same people. And we still know that we ain't the same people. We still know racism and all that is still obounds. And it comes from what? The scriptures. Everything is always going to tie us back to the scriptures, period. Go ahead and play the video. Come on. Dr. King, he targeted Malcolm X. And over 80% of the targets of COINTELPRO were members of the Black Panther Party. At the height of COINTELPRO, activists and community organizers were targeted. These include current Congressional Black Caucus members like John Lewis, Bobby Rush, Emmanuel Cleaver, and Barbara Lee. The church committee in the mid-70s held hearings and determined that many of the actions and activities of COINTELPRO were really unconstitutional. What you've described is a series of illegal actions intended squarely to deny First Amendment rights to some Americans. How shall we ensure that it never happened again? One of the similarities that I see are that it's based on race. You know, COINTELPRO definitely targeted African Americans. Black identity extremists, which Attorney General Jeff Sessions has put out, targets African Americans. When it was brought to our attention, we immediately contacted uh, the FBI director and had a very forthright meeting. I specifically asked him, how do they identify black identity extremists? Who are they? And there was no answer to that. We still don't. They have no answer of who these people are. So if you're black and you have any level of consciousness for your people, you're an extremist. Guess what? Call the FBI and tell them that you don't want to celebrate Christmas right. no more. Hey, <laughs> I think he one of the people that y'all ain't got no yeah. description of. Right. They have no details of what to look for, but he's black. <laughs> and he don't do what the white master, he don't do what you tell him to do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Read, Ma- exactly read Matthew 24 again and read verse 9. Book of Matthew chapter 24 and verse 9. Uh-huh. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted. Read. And shall kill you. Uh-huh. And ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. That's the level that we get into. That is the level that we get into. Because guess what? It ain't nothing new. Go to Acts 8 real quick. Acts 8 and 1. Hey, There's going to come a time. Were they coming to your house and taking you out because you got on fringes? Because you're not going with the lie that you've been told from the system. There you They're going to afflict you. There you go. Read that. Acts 8 and 1. Book of Acts chapter 8 and verse 1. Uh-huh. And Saul was consented unto his death. Uh-huh. And at the time there was a great persecution against the church. There was a what? A great persecution against the church. There was a great persecution against the church. Read. Which was at Jerusalem. Uh-huh. 
and they were all scattered abroad throughout the region of Judea and of Samaria, except the apostles. So understand, the things were written aforetime were written for our learning. Press play on the video. Oh no, who's a black identity extremist? A lot of activists around the country are very concerned that we're getting ready to repeat a very uh, sad chapter of our history where people who are rightfully protesting what they consider to be an injustice in their community, which is their uh, relationship uh, with police officers, are now being targeted and labeled as extremists. Now, if the people that are so-called part of Christianity, why were they not targeted during COINTELPRO? Why was Benny Hinn not targeted? If he is the true word of God, what's the dude, uh, Graham, what his name is? Graham, uh, Billy Graham. Why was Billy Graham not targeted? Why is Creflo Dollar not on the list? Why is T.D. Jakes not on the list? Because it says that those that stand for the name of Christ, they're going to be persecuted and hated of all men, not loved. Something ain't adding up. Something ain't adding up. Press play. And are going through periods of surveillance and harassment. As a community worker, I attended many uh, Black Panther Party functions. I was part of the breakfast program. We registered uh, many people, the African American community, and others to vote. Well, the FBI during COINTELPRO would try to turn members of the Black Panther Party against each other. All right, Paul. Go out of that. Go to the video. Go to the video. So this is nothing new. They turned our own people against us. Now, this is a documentary that was done by BBC. Now, what they were mentioning happened in the 60s and 70s against the prominent movement at the time to sway the people's minds. They said the document, they got documents of this is the tactics that they use to destroy movements. Right. You're bringing it out. Go ahead. You're bringing it out. You're hitting it right on the head, man. Press play. It was a feeling of Former being a part of a unity, a unified group. You don't really see a lot of black people together, honestly. So I had a sense of pride, a sense of, yes, like we're actually organizing something. We're doing something for God. And so I, I was very prideful in the beginning. I was happy. I was excited. I watched men who came in that were drug addicts, drug dealers, you know, um, and they actually changed. Seeing how, how the Bible could unify our people to where the barriers of, you know, blacks and Hispanics fighting each other, you know, just us as, a, as a being at the bottom of society, you know, uh, 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 hating one another, we were now treating one another like family. But So, what I'm showing you is, hold on, play, play, play a few seconds. I want to see what she said after that. I say has some controversial views. Paul, there you go. IUIC has controversial views. The, don't be swayed by these tactics that we're showing you has been used for years. They used it against Christ. <laughs> they, they, they hired two men to put a story together to kill Christ. So don't be swayed by these things. They tried to pay men off to, let, to tell them that he, he, his disciples came to bring him out of the tomb. God had nothing to do with it. There you go. And the point in all that is, is to show that when it comes to you being liberated out of the oppression that you're in, these uh, uh, media outlets and all that is to show that God has nothing to do with it, that this is an extreme movement. Right. This is what they're doing against your natural society and what you think is right and wrong. 
keep going, Cap. We gonna you you gonna bring it out, man. But we gotta we we gotta our people that don't see they need to open their eyes wide, man. Because you're being deceived. There you go. Now play the video of the white dude talking about IUIC from seven minutes to nine minutes. Play that. <laughs> and he saw his. So this is this is a so-called expert on coats and so on and so forth. This is what they this is what they want your family member to go look at when you say you join an IUIC, and then go call the FBI. Go ahead. Oddly as the people that were part of People's Temple in, in the dichotomy that Jim Jones created. And this kind of behavior and this dynamic is repeated over and over again in any number of groups. For example, there, are, there, there is the white identity movement in which, uh, uh, let me take that back. There is the white Christian identity movement which is a movement uh, within Christianity that claims that the white race are the chosen people of God and they are the new Israel. And there are perhaps 50,000 or more Christian identity church members in the United States who see themselves as God's elect and the rest of the world as evil, even satanic, and marked by God by, by, by not being white and being black, being Hispanic, being Asian, as being the other and being uh, less uh, in God's eyes. And the flip side of that would be the black identity movement, which includes the, the black Israelites, the black Hebrews, uh, groups like the, the uh, Nuwabians that were led by Malachi York, and groups like Israel United in Christ, uh, currently led by Nathaniel Ray, or as he calls himself, Nathaniel Ben Israel. Uh, so they're they. So notice when they when they when they when they do these things, they they have to throw our name out there now. They used to just say, you know, Black Israelite. No, nah, now they got us. All right, they getting too big. We tried a documentary. We tried this. We tried that. We got to put their name every time. We every time we got to put their name in it. Even though we ain't did nothing but teach the word of God. That's what's going on in the earth. Go ahead. Hey, can I pull something real quick? Yes, please. Uh, because you said teach the word of God, right? Which goes against. I'm going to show that, that Esau even uh, um, showed long ago how this goes against. Um, us teaching the word of God goes against what they stand for. All right. Uh, I sent y'all something real quick. I had to read this book in high school. All right, bring that up just because. Read, just blow it up, just the first paragraph. All right, read that. Yeah, 1984, often referred to as 1984, is a uh, dystopian uh, social science fiction novel. Social, now they say fiction, which means not true, right? All right, let's see, go ahead. By the English novelist George Orwell, uh-huh. uh, the pen name of Eric Arthur Blair. Uh, it was published on 8 June 1949 by Secker. When? 1949. June. Go ahead. By Secker and, and Wahlberg as Orwell's ninth and final book, completing in his lifetime. Uh-huh. Uh, 
thematically 1984 uh, centers on the consequences of totalitarianism, mass surveillance. Mass surveillance. That's what the sister said on the video. Go ahead. And repressive regimation of persons and behaviors within society. That's all I want right there, right? The massive uh, uh, mass surveillance and the repression regimentation of persons and behaviors within a society, right? Us teaching the word of God. Now, go to totalitarianism. Totalitarianism. However you say that. Yeah. Go down. Just read that part right there. That's all. Totalitarianism is a concept for a form of government. A form of what? A form of government uh-huh. and political system Go ahead. that prohibits all oppressions par- parties. All opposition, opposition parties. parties. That's all we need. All opposition parties. So us teaching the word of God goes against what America stands for. Because like Deacon been bringing out, it's really a country of imperialism. It, That's it, all I it, need. It, it, ain't, it ain't free will. Go ahead, Cap. Oh no! I just wanted to hit it on, you know, add on to it as well. Go to uh, first, first Ezra's real quick, chapter five, read verse uh, seventy-two. Because you got to ask yourself: Now we know that the Contel Pro is out here, but why would they need it? What's wrong with brothers telling their people that the way we being treated is not right? Let's do something about it. All we want is to survive. All I want is that if I'm thirsty, to drink out of the same water fountain. That's what our <laughs> forefathers fought for. All I right. want is I want to know what two plus two mean in my, for my kids too. But then in every movement, when we try to liberate our people, you got infiltrators. And it's been it, – and that always happens when it comes to us as a people building. So let's see that again in the scriptures. Read that verse real quick. Start at verse 72, please, and read on down. Come on. Book of First Ezra, chapter 5 and verse 72. Read. But the heathen of the land lying heavy upon the inhabitants of Judea. Who dwelt in Judea at this time? Our forefathers and foremothers, the Israelites. What happened to them when they were in the land? Come on. And holding them straight hindered their building. So our building of us liberating ourselves, building up, making our society, our situation better than what it was. Our building was being hindered. How? Read. Come on. And by their secret plots. That's your modern day COINTELPRO. Secret plots. Your modern day, what they call us, black identity extremists and everything like that. BHIs and whatever they're calling us. That's that right there. Those secret plots. Read on. And popular persuasion. And what's the popular persuasion? This damn documentary that they made about us in particular. And all our brothers and sisters that realize and understand that we got to stop living in sin. Once you speak against what they call in society the norm, you become labeled as an extremist because we think it's wrong that you should take care of. They think it's wrong that we telling our people that they should take care of their health, take care of their houses, to raise their families, to raise men in the community to be men. That's against society. Come on. Keep reading. Come on. And commotions. Uh Uh-huh. They hindered the finishing of the building all the time that. King Cyrus lived. Keep on reading. So they were hindered from the building for the space of two years. So the point is this. They hindered, but they will not prevail. Plain and simple. It's not going to work. Go ahead, Cap. I'll praise. So go back to Matthew uh, 20, 24. 
Because remember, the, the title of the class is The Signs of the Times. We're showing you everything that we're reading about that Christ spoke about. It's coming to pass. It is coming to pass. Read. Book of Matthew, chapter 24, verse 10. Mm-hmm. And then shall many be offended mm-hmm. and shall betray one another. That's what we saw with brothers and sisters that left us and betrayed us. They sided with their oppressors. Read. And shall hate one another. That's hatred. Whether they believe it or not, you don't love us. That is hatred. Read. And many false prophets shall rise. We already know who that is. Read. And shall deceive many. Uh Uh-huh. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Uh Uh-huh. But he that shall endure unto the end. Read. The same shall be saved. Read. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world. Now, this is the part that hasn't been done. For a witness. So, uh, it says, in this gospel. This. This gospel. Not the false doctrine that got two billion believers. Christianity. That's, that's hit everywhere. Right. <laughs> but this gospel got to be preached to all the world. Read. In all the world for a witness unto all nations. Read. And then shall the end come. And what? And then shall the end come. Now we we was able to show video of everything else. Let's see if we let's see if, if this prophecy is being fulfilled. Go ahead, play those two videos I sent you. El despertamiento de nuestra gente es algo profético, algo bíblico y algo que no puede parar. En las calles de Puerto Rico establecemos base de arrepentimiento que se extenderá por toda América Latina. Ya estás viendo la revolución. So, we're showing you the word. Remember, they always say black identity, black identity. The Bible says two kingdoms which going to become one. Now the northern kingdom of Israel is waking up. That's the last piece of the puzzle. Press play. <laughs> Now the word is going throughout all the earth. 
Every country, every nation in the world is going to hear the true gospel. Call themselves Benjamin. Call themselves Levi. Call themselves Israelites. But I'm looking at the Israelites right here. Bring it up. the Israelites calling themselves here. Guyanese, black, by words. You can't find the name Diane in the Bible. Come back and remember ourselves, right? You know why? Because guess what? Their time is up. Their rulership is up. That means Christ is coming back to you. What are some of the things that God commands of you, sister, and you? Give me Deuteronomy chapter 22. This is very important, sister, for your salvation. Read. Back to Africa, the homeland, the motherland. Therefore shall thou serve thy enemies. Therefore shall thou serve thy enemies. Matthew chapter 24 and verse 14. Uh-huh. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world 
for a witness unto all nations, uh-huh. and then shall the end come. So we reread that whole 14 chapters, and we see evidence that all of that is coming to pass. So what's left for you to do is to keep the commandments in the faith of Christ and wait, because the Bible says no man knoweth when, Christ, when, when, when the sun going to return. So that's our time, Israel. With that, we say shalom. Forefront Express, where you'll be able to get exclusive scents of oil-based fragrances available to men and women. Join us at our website. Join our website on www.theforefrontexpress.com. Thank you for listening to the Forefront Radio. We now have a cash app. The link is in the description of the page here on anchor.fm, also on Spotify. We appreciate you listening in. We do have a few features that we are including now. We are selling a few products such as watches, perfumes, colognes, and other uh, products will be available for our Israelite community, as well as the general community of the population. We have a Facebook page. Just type in The Forefront Media, and you'll be able to get updates of of, uh, various shows that we drop when they do drop. Um, please do share this show if you like the show and we do hope that you do love this show and uh, tune in for more uh, episodes once we have them available. Thank you for listening to The Forefront. I'm your host, Afiel Levi Israel. <laughs>